Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Welcome back to the Bad Movie Cult, everybody. My name is Dominic Lawton. I am with Mr. KBW, Ken Be Wild. Hello. Picture this, Ken, if you can. Go on. It's the year 1989. Mm-hmm. Director Rowdy Harrington is making a film. Oh, yeah. What a great name. He wants Patrick Swayze in it. Perfect. Almost as perfect as Patrick Swayze's hair in this <laughs> he's, film. He's absolutely beautiful. Can only mean one thing. That's given a massive clue. It means, Ken, we're heading to the roadhouse. Yeah! Gonna have a real good time. Oh, yes. Patrick Swayze is... Dalton. I thought you'd be... bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. If somebody gets in your face... I want you to be nice. Don't, don't be rude. Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're going to go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. What's the matter, Dalton? Don't you like women? The worst I ever had was wonderful. He's not what you'd expect. I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> but there's one thing you can count on. He's the best friend a good time ever had. Is you guys tired? Doc, I'll get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. This is my town. I'm not afraid of him. I guess you'll be having that fire sale now, all right? <laughs> you got your hands full, kid. I just think I'm looking at a dead man. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. For that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. Gee, I've never heard that before. Roadhouse. Uh, yeah, so this has an IMDb rating of 6.6 out of 10. Nice. Rotten Tomatoes, 37%. That's rubbish. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Metacritic, 36 out of 100. Rubbish. That's the same as the percent, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a different way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess that shows that it's it's the fans, isn't it, that love this film? Not exactly. Of course it is. Bloody critics sitting watching this. What for? The artistic merit <laughs> well, of bar fighting. <laughs> possibly. We've got Pat Swayze. He's in it. He plays Dalton. He's a fantastic character, isn't he? We've got Kelly Lynch as Dr. Elizabeth Doc Clay. Yeah, which everyone just calls her Doc, even yeah. even Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very... Dalton, sorry. We'll go characters. Yeah, Dalton and Doc. Dalton yep. and Doc. <laughs> you got Ben Gazzara as Brad Wesley. Yep, superb in this as well. 
and Sam Elliott as Wade Garrett. It's yeah, the first time he's on the podcast, Sam just, Elliott. You just keep going through these. You just think, what fantastic characters these are. Mm-hmm. Great names as well. Many of the character names are taken from infamous or famous Wild West personalities, Ooh. according to IMDb. Is that Doc then? Doc Holliday? Yes. Oh. Wade Garrett. <laughs> it's not because she's a doctor, then. Well, <laughs> it's just that. a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> she's actually a gunfighter. <laughs> Wade Garrett shares his surname with Pat Garrett, the sheriff who shot and killed Billy the Kid. Uh, Sam Elliott was, of course, in Tombstone, which dealt with... Uh, Cowboys. Uh, yes. Who <laughs> <laughs> dealt with Wyatt Earp. <laughs> yeah, but Doc Holliday was in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, Brad Wesley, the main villain in the film, is named after John Wesley Harding, one of the most notorious cold-blooded killers in the Wild West. I thought so. Not Wesley's, like, snipes. No. No. John Wesley Harding once killed a man through the wall of his... uh, He was staying in the saloon and shot through the wall to kill a man who was snoring in the room next to him. (laughs) (laughs) Less energy in it than just banging on the wall, yeah. waking him up. <laughs> As you said, uh, Kelly Lynch's character named after Doc Holliday, but Dalton is actually named after a town in Georgia. Uh, the screenwriter Lance R. Lance Hill passed through and stopped at the local bar. He found its bar and patrons, so it left su- such an impression on him that he named the, the character Dalton in its honour. Well, that is an honour, isn't it? Imagine it's like, you know, that um, that video on, on social media of that bar where there's like a woman dancing and then there's like a dwarf that walks through. Yeah. <laughs> it's that bar. <laughs> yeah, that has left an impression on me, that one. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Patrick Swayze considers Roadhouse to be a modern day Western, with Dalton being the gunfighter for hire and Brad Wesley being the local bully. I think that's actually, yeah. Okay. I'll give him that one. You like that one? Yeah, why not? Uh, FYI as well, Ken, Swayze had both of his groins insured. <laughs> Pardon? Both of them. Both of them. Both sides of his gro- of his of his dick insured. Really? For three million dollars. Such was the importance to the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's certainly it's certainly important to the doc. Listen to this uh, anecdote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen to this anecdote, Ken. You'll like this one. Okay. Towards the end of filming, production was briefly stopped when Patrick felt that he felt what he thought was muscle tightness. Mm-hmm. But the medic discovered Swayze had accidentally put on two pairs of underwear that day. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! This was announced to have a, a remake. What? In September 2015. Do you know who's going to star? No. Ronda Rousey. What? But after her November fight lost to Holly Holm, all movie plans were scrapped. Good. <laughs> Not happy with that. No, didn't like it at all. We actually pitched a film where she was a sort of bar brawling. I think we did, yeah. yeah. I think she was called Meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe it was Karen Meat, wasn't yeah, it? Something like that, yeah. Uh, got a plot for you, Ken? Go for it. A tough bouncer is hired to tame a dirty bar. <laughs> dirty bar? That's what it says. A dirty bear. Yeah, yeah. well, there is one at <laughs> the end there. to tame a dirty bear. That'd have been a good film, wouldn't it? Yes. Patrick Swayze trying to tame a dirty bear. <laughs> <laughs> Just washing it for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'd probably still watched it, wouldn't they, back in the 80s? I would have. It's in his heyday, wasn't it? Got some keywords for you. Yes, I do like these. Mullet haircut. <laughs> Superb hair, should I say. Yeah. Show some respect to this hair. Exploitation. 
Ooh, nice. Machismo. Very much machismo. Barbarol. Mm, many. Martial arts. Some. Thrown through window. Yes. Shoe knife. <laughs> Not to be confused <laughs> with his brother, Shoe Boogie. Let me down seven digits. Berry face. <laughs> what? I don't know. Berry face. Berry as in like a, a food? A, be- yeah. a fruit. Not not Seagal in uh, Out for Justice <laughs> wearing a beret. No. We call him beret face. He's just got it on his face. <laughs> I don't know what berry face means. Not a clue. Uh, gay subtext. What? Okay. Kissing on the mouth. Ooh. A bit rude. Male nudity. Yes, that's Patrick for you. Female nudity. Not enough for my liking, but carry on. Implied sex. Yes, I did. <laughs> sex on a first date. Not tonight. Sex in a bed. Once. Sex at work. Many times. <laughs> sex up against a wall. Yeah. Sex standing up. Yeah. And the last one, rear entry sex. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, save the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> These are key words, are they? Yeah, yeah. those are just the, so the it's top like ones. a three-minute scene in an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Film's on for what is it? Two hours. Yeah, it's nearly, two it's hours. nearly two hours. One hour fifty, is it, or something, something like that? Yeah. So for three minutes, everyone's just there going, oh, "Has he got any rear-entry sex in it?" <laughs> My God, he's rear-entry sexing her. <laughs> so what it says uh, on the DVD? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, contains violence. Uh, blood, bad language, and rear entry sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what is on the DVD. I got some taglines. Okay, yes. Is, is that part of it? No? No. Good. Dalton's the best bouncer in the business. Mm-hmm. His nights are filled with fast action, hot music, and rear entry sex. <laughs> <laughs> no. And beautiful women. It's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. Yes. It's a classic line, that. Uh, got another one for you? Oh, really? Was that not all of them all together? <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. The dancing's over. Now it gets dirty. Okay. In a reference to Dirty Dancing that came out the year before. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Having a reference to another film he was in. Yeah. Okay. That's bit weird. Anyway, carry on. It's like in Scrooged, having guess who you're going to call. <laughs> Yeah, Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> yeah. And my favourite one, Dalton lives like a loner, fights like a professional, and loves like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm trying to think about what that would be like. <laughs> loves like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> fuck me. Oh, dear. Well, I think that sums up Patrick Swayze back in the 80s. <laughs> Absolutely does. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. So let's see what he's up to. Let's dive in. The story opens at a bar. It's called The Bandstand. Location unknown. Yes, that's right. I said it looks a bit like the Coco Bongo Club from The Mask. If I thought you could I thought you could just see Jim Carrey getting thrown out of it just at, the, <laughs> at the beginning there as we zoom in as the credits roll. We get a beautiful 80s Ferrari pull up. It's a uh, Testarossa, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, beautiful. I used, I used to have a poster of it on my wall yeah. before I upgraded to women in their lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Ferrari in its lingerie. <laughs> I had that and the Lamborghini. Yeah. The, uh, is, it the, is it a Countach? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one of those. I think it was a red Ferrari Testarossa, as they all are. 
and yellow. And, um, I think it was white. Mm. I do remember the yellow one, I think. Yeah. I saw that. But, uh, the white one's classic, yeah. isn't it? Miami yeah. Vice style. Yeah, I had the white one with the, one of the, like, the doors up. Oh, yeah, Jim Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> more a bit like that, Roadhouse. Yeah. Uh, limo pulls up. You get a tall gentleman stepping out of it. And he shows the bouncer a business card, and they let him through. He's obviously a man of substance. We go inside; though it's it's real lively. It's hopping. It's hip. It's uh, everyone's clicking their fingers and dancing around the place. <laughs> well, it was the eighties. Got lots of customers drinking, dancing. We got a band playing, a bit of blues. There's a lot of that in the film. Yeah, I think a lot, a lot of people are just talking, aren't they? It's like money changing hands. There's cash. There's gold, plastic. There's, you know, it's just money spinners in town. Someone actually says that when they put the car do, down, yeah. don't they? They tell, they tell us it was gold plastic. Yeah. And nearby is a man, and that man has beautiful hair. <laughs> and he's doing a very odd thing with his head to the music. Yeah, he's you know, like people shaking would it. Nod, you know, <laughs> from side to side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the people like nod their head, sort of like is in a head banging reference to the music. He's doing it backwards. He, he's, <laughs> well, he's, his head's just lolling backwards. <laughs> no, but he's, he's lifting his head to the beat. Yeah. Oh, which, yeah. Which, I tried to do it, and it's really <laughs> difficult to do it in time. And I thought, what's he doing that for? That's what got him the job. Is he's it? Because of of he's different. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you can tell it's him. Yeah. No, honestly, he is. He's, he's moving his head backwards, up, upwards to the music instead of downwards like everyone else in the world. Yeah. Just weird. Struck me as odd. Yeah. It's irrelevant to the rest of the film, but it's just a weird way to introduce it. You should be thankful it didn't strike you full stop. <laughs> Beautiful hair, the tiny eyes of a shrew. It's obviously <laughs> Dalton. It's Patrick Swayze. It is. It's Patrick. He's the head bouncer or cooler. Yeah. Send you to the cooler. And he's watching the crowd. He's watching the bouncers. We get a woman who stabs a $100 bill to the table. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. To be honest, a lot of the fights that break out in this film have started by meaningless and ridiculous behaviour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, of course it'll be a fight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what she's doing. But yeah, she got a knife. Stabs it to the table. The guy just kicks her off a chair and <laughs> falls backwards <laughs> off it. Which I enjoyed his yeah. reaction. Yeah. He kicks the chair. You know, he doesn't actually just boot her to the floor. He kicks her. He kicks her chair backwards. We get a fight breaking out involving, like, uh, there's two guys, I think, who are just shouting at this woman, and then three bouncers come over. Pat Swayze, he steps in. Dalton, we'll call him Dalton from now on. We have to. Speaks to the, to the guy who starts the brawl and tells him that they need to leave. The customer apologises and says, oh, no, no, we'll behave. And as Dalton's back's turned, the customer grabs the knife that was still attached to the table, slashes his arm. Yeah. <sighs> Could have killed him if he wanted to. His back was turned. Would have been a short film. <laughs> Rest of the film, he recuperates in hospital, <laughs> uh, gets his strength back, and then has to go and tame a dirty bear <laughs> <laughs> that's near the hospital. But Dalton, when he's stabbed, he's, he's, he doesn't care. He no, just has a little he's glance. Just, just angry about it, really. And he says, and the customer says, "I want to fight you, you son of a bitch." Yeah, I always fancied my chances against you, which a lot of people do. Some reason, don't they? Yeah. Which again is like the West, isn't it? I guess mm. it's one of those, isn't it, where you just go and try and find the best gunslinger, prove, yeah. prove yourself. Yeah, yeah, like in any Western when the the lone the lone yeah, man walks into the saloon. Right, but I'm going to fight this guy <laughs> yeah. right now. And the first thing he does is punch out the biggest guy in the saloon. Yeah, 
and everyone else is like, mm, okay. Yeah, except the local bad guys. Like, we're going to kill this guy. Yeah, right. We've got no reason to, but let's just kill him. Yeah. Yeah, that is. So in that case, this is a Western. You're quite right. Dalton tells him outside. Uh, they go out. The two guys, they're ready to fight Dalton. Dalton smiles and just walks back in the club and then gets his bodyguards to block them from coming back in. Yep. It's the rest of the bouncing team, isn't it? Yeah. Classic, classic way to uh, diffuse that situation, you see. Yeah, they can't do any more trouble. They can't cause any more issue inside. Nice one. Well done. That's why he's a cooler. A cooler is a specialised version of a bouncer who looks to diffuse situations. He he looks after the bouncers, doesn't he? Yeah. And looks to resolve stuff with with no fighting rather than, you know, resort to fighting like they do at uh, the Roadhouse later. Anyway, back inside the club, you got the, the big guy from the limo. He's watching him and introduces himself to Dalton. Whilst he's shirtless. He's a lot of time, isn't he, without a shirt on? Dalton is, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not this old man. This old guy is just stood in the office, (laughs) just greasing himself (laughs) off. No, he's not. No, it's Patrick Swayze, of course, shirtless. This is the first time he's shirtless. He barely bothers to put a shirt on for the rest of the film. He's cleaning his wound. Yeah, he's cleaning his gash. Yeah. That's why he's took his shirt off. It's a mess down there. He's sti- and he's, he's applying first aid to himself. He's stitching his own gash up. Yeah, he is. He's talented, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, this the the big guy's name is Frank Tillman. And what's he there for? What does he want? He wants to hire Dalton to help him clean up a new bar that he's just bought in Kansas City. Yep, just outside of Kansas. He's um. He says he wants the best. So he tells him that uh, Wade Garrett. He's the best. Yeah. Which is weird, because on the, uh, in one of the taglines, you said he's like, Dalton is the best. He's not. Even he says he's not. He's only five minutes into the film. Yeah. Well, he said Wade Garrett's getting old. And he's like, still the best. And then Tillman looks him in the eyes and says, I want you. <laughs> See, gay subtext, Ken. Oh, is that it, then? Is that the whole <laughs> gay subtext? But also, just sways his arse, just jiggling about all fucking film. <laughs> boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> Uh, Dalton tells them that he'll work for him, but he wants, listen to this. Yeah, this is incredible demands. For the 80s, he wants five grand up front, 500 quid a night, or $500, all medical expenses paid, and he gets to run the whole fucking bar completely top to bottom. Yep. And then when the bar's cleaned up, hits the fucking road. Yeah. Well, someone can live with that. As he says, he says, I can live with that. See? Offers Dalton a plane ticket, and Dalton says, oh no. That's too dangerous. Yeah, little joke there. Yeah, he's fl- he ain't flying, he's driving. I ain't flying in no plane, fool, he says. The owner of the bandstand comes in, he tells the owner that he's leaving, and uh, Tillman looks Dalton up and down. Gay subtext. The little glance at his... At his gash. His gash, yes. <laughs> and says, I thought you would have been bigger than leaves. It's yeah. a running joke through the film. It is, yeah. It's never really that funny, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Dalton, he goes to the local parking garage. He's driving a, an old banger there and uh, tosses the keys to the attendant. He tells the old man to keep the car if he wants it. It's not the attendant. It's some homeless guy. That's the point. He actually says, I know valet. That's his voice, you see. Pat. <laughs> that's Swayze. That's really... <laughs> no, that's not Dalton's voice. No, it's the old guy. I think that guy was in Weird Science. Really? The old the old guy? Yeah, you know when they go to the, the bar? I can't remember old, uh, Weird Science. No. <laughs> old Science? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember it. 
Honestly, I can't remember any of that film. So much so that I struggle to even confirm if I've seen it. <laughs> that's, that's how little I can remember watching it. Well, BMC listeners, he looks to me like the guy that says in the family jewels to uh, Gary when they're in the bar drunk. Does he say like this? In the family jewels. Yes. Well, maybe it is him then. Yeah, or Bob Dylan. <laughs> that could have been. <laughs> Must be Santa. <laughs> He goes in the garage, Dalton. He takes the cover off his real car. He's got a Mercedes. Very nice. Drives out of town. And some quick trivia for you, Ken. Yep. The garage where Dalton gets his Mercedes from is the same one Eddie Murphy gets his Porsche from in 48 hours. Wow. That's incredible. Trivia. Yeah. Um, if he's getting $500 a night, yeah, and even if they're only open, like, what, weekends? Friday, Friday, Saturday? They just do that. Fifty-two grand a year he's getting. Yeah, and, and this what place if they is... open in the middle of the week as well? Yeah, I mean this place is definitely open in the middle exactly. of the week. Isn't it? Jesus Christ! And he owns it pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> he's allowed to do whatever he wants. And and it's like bikers and shit that like how, how much is Tillman making from know, this place? But Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money just to agree to, isn't it? Five hundred a night. Mm. Anyway, yeah, he's not even there yet. No. <laughs> he arrives in Jasper, Missouri. He puts a cassette on, doesn't oh, he? he? does, As soon yeah. as he gets into nice. his Mercedes, he slides a cassette into the tape deck. Yeah. One for the kids. <laughs> he goes to a Tillman's nightclub, which is called the Double Deuce. Yeah, nice. Before he enters the place, he sees the biker gang from Terminator 2. They're just standing outside. There. Yeah, they're just shouting at him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, because he's new into town, so they just shout at him. Uh, call him Fancy Boy or some rubbish. They call him Fancy Dan. <laughs> Fine and dandy. <laughs> yeah, uh, he just looks at them and uh, they do nothing else about it. No. Which is unusual because I, I assumed that it was going to be a first fight yeah. at the new place. They were going to be like, Kim, he's not even reacted to us shouting abuse. Let's go and beat him up then. They probably learned their lesson from when Arnie turned up naked. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully at this point, Dalton is not naked. No. He saves that for later on for rear-entry sex. <laughs> uh, we get a guy getting thrown out the doors by a massive bouncer called Morgan. Yeah, it's uh, Terry Funk. Big Terry. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I thought, I, th- I was watching it thinking, it looks like Terry Funk, that guy. Yeah. And it is him, yeah. Yeah. Calls the guy a peckerhead when he throws him out. <laughs> this film's got some fantastic insults. Super. Yeah, brilliant insults. I was messaging them to you. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was just in a bad mood. <laughs> but then I thought, from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got two guys, as, as Dalton walks in, there's two guys that's fighting over a pool game. And we got a bouncer called Steve who's chatting up the ladies. He's yeah. sitting down. Not even interested, is he, Steve? No. No, and there's a young bounce with blonde hair who, um, I don't know if he ever gets a name check. I don't know. He he, he sticks around, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Steve, uh, the guy who plays Steve, um, was in Martial Outlaw with Jeff Wincott. Nice. There's two brothers on the opposite sides of the law. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, he was he was the cop, the dirty cop. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Nice. I've not seen him in, in much else, but we're just watching this again. I thought, because I watched Martial Outlaw not long ago. I just thought, that's bloody him. Mm. God, he must have, after he got sacked from the force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's at the roadhouse. Yeah. Chatting up the ladies. Yeah, well, the young the young blonde bouncer, he sees this happening. He goes over and tells Steve. Steve looks over and gives us a title of an old Kemby Wild film. He says, fuck them, they're brothers. 
<laughs> yeah, good film actually. Yeah. You can still find it out there. Yeah. <laughs> Homoerotic. Very much so. Just Ken and seventeen black men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Again, Hulk Hogan. He <laughs> yeah. turns up in the middle. Oh. <laughs> he wouldn't be very happy with that, would he, Hulk Hogan? He wasn't happy at all. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Dalton stands by. Dalton stands by the bar. He's waiting for Tillman to arrive. He's just scoping the place out, getting a feel for it. Of course he is. That's what I used to do when I wasn't drinking in pubs. We've got a woman in a tight white dress, big blonde hair, very 80s looking. Yep. She heads to the bar, orders a vodka rocks, gives a little smile to Dalton. She's um, she's actually got the same hair as Patrick Swayze. She's <laughs> <laughs> just blonder. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, he must be spending all that money on. Hairspray. Yeah. There's an enormous amount of hairspray in this film. So much. It's, it's honestly, it must be half the budget was just on hairspray in this. Well, yeah, one of the coordinators actually said that he wasn't sure if it was him or the or uh, Kelly Lynch who used more hairspray in this film. <laughs> I think it's him. Yeah. Yeah. Although she does have a little uh, something about Mary attempt later on, as <laughs> she does look like she got her calm down, love. Yeah. If you've seen Dodgeball as well, that's that's where they got the hair from yeah. for, for um, Ben Stiller's character. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, spot on. Lovely, lovely hair. Yeah. We've got some drunk fuck. He's standing up next to the bar. He sort of calls out. He thinks, I know how to impress this, this woman here. Mm-hmm. He calls out to her. He says, hey, vodka rocks. What do you say you and me get nipple to nipple? <laughs> yeah, it's an impressive line, isn't it? What is it? I mean... <laughs> How much of that alcohol do you think? Oh, I reckon she'll go for this. <laughs> and then use that line as well. She says, I can do that without you, and looks at her own tits. Can she? I don't know how it works, tits. Just round the back. <laughs> Unless you would just like press against the mirror. Oh, yeah, that's it, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what sort of flexibility they've got. Pliable? <laughs> Pliable? No, it's not plasticy. Well, the actress who played Denise, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> email us in if you're listening. Julie Michaels. Julie Michaels, email us in, let us know. Yeah. Badmoviecourtagmail.com. Now, that drunk guy, um, when she tells him no, he grabs her, but luckily Terry Funk yeah. steps in and just fucks him up. Yeah, just throws him, smashes him through a table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does. Thankfully, he didn't, yeah, he didn't get his bloody uh, barbed wire plank of wood out and start smacking him with it. Yeah. I tell you what, the guy who's making tables in this town must be laughing because <laughs> they go through some tables in this, let they me tell you. They certainly do, yeah. And he actually points to um, Dalton after he throws the guy out. He says, if you're not drinking, then you're out of here too. And one of the waitresses, Carrie Ann, she gets, turns up to the bar and she asks Dalton who he is. You got a name? Yeah. Well, what is it? Dog. Oh my god. <laughs> Shit, I heard of you. Mary Ann, what are you waiting for? Christmas? Move! Oh, shut up. I'm I think uh, I think she actually says, um, "I thought you'd be bigger." Yeah, probably. I, th- I, th- I think she throws that one in as well, just uh, so we keep that joke alive. 
the bartender is called Patty starts banging on the bar for service because she's too busy shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. And on her tray when she leaves is two of the worst poured pints in cinema <laughs> yeah, history. It's bloody horrible. Dude. Oh I my saw god! That. One yeah. is half full of just the it's head like a bubble bath. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? It's just like foam, matey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looks horrible. But anyway, yeah. If he was uh, maybe less interested in what she's doing and concentrates on pouring those drinks properly, wouldn't be a problem, would it? Imagine paying money for a pint and getting that. No wonder there's <laughs> fights all the time in this place. <laughs> Bloody Pat. That's a little bit more trivia for you, Ken. Carved on the post that Dalton's leaning on, it says Buddy's Corner. Okay. Buddy was Patrick Swayze's nickname. When? Buddy Swayze. <laughs> when? That was just what people called him. His mates called him Buddy. Well, that's that's means mate, isn't it? Means friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe why? Because maybe you didn't like being called Patrick. Yeah. Or Pat. Or Patty. Patty cake. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that. You yeah. enjoy being Patty called Patty cake Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they called him back in the day. Yeah. Got a tough crowd at the bar. They're throwing bottles at a blind person. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't know, does he? <laughs> <laughs> it's the lead singer of the ba- the uh, the house band that's playing. And who actual, is it? Uh, Cody, his name is. Yeah, it's Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy band it's is bloody the, Jeff yeah. Healy, yeah. of all people. What's he doing there? Yeah, actually blind in real life. Blind from birth, learned how to play the guitar. He plays it in a sort of slide. Slide guitar, yeah. Slide guitar, doesn't he? Yeah. It's good. I think I'd be able to play guitar more if I played it slide. If you were blind. <laughs> so I'm not sure, Ken. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll give them both a go. Yeah. If I if I can't play it just slide, I'll blind myself and see how I get on. <laughs> yeah. Really badly as it turns out. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> he wants to go and drain the main vein, as he calls it. He does, yeah. And they're, they're not happy with it. Some guy gets up and just throws a bottle in his face. <laughs> Luckily, the chicken yeah. wire saves him. You're paid to play. Play. Yeah, he don't. He walks behind the the wire fence and he shushes the bandmates and saying hello to them. And with that, can we get the backstory that they must know each other without having to be told it? Which yeah. I like. Yeah. I like that sort of shit. Yeah, in films. Good. Yeah, we don't know how. They have Obviously, to be told. We don't know how they know each other. Probably from a previous bar yeah. that he's worked in. Exactly. We don't need to be told. We can just yeah. make that assumption. It does not like Pat turns to the waitress like, "Hey, I know that guy. He's blind, and I used to work with him." It's like no one gives a fuck. No, I like it. He hands him a towel anyway. And he says, you played pretty good for a blind white boy. Yeah. And he's like, is that Steven Seagal? <laughs> Some sick shit up in here, alligator. <laughs> and he says, yeah, and I thought you'd be bigger. And then they have a bit of a laugh and a hug. Yeah, and then Patrick throws him through a table. <laughs> you never fucking talk to me like that again. <laughs> no, he does not, no. Oh, sorry. No, no, no he's the good guy, remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, they laugh and hug. They shoot the shit. Uh, lead singer tells us how badass this bar is. <laughs> oh, now you're doing it. Good to see you. Same here, man. Oh, the boys and I heard you were coming into town. Man, this toilet is worse than the one that we worked in Dayton. Really? Oh, man, it's a mean scene around here, man. Blood on the floor in this joint every night. Hey, Hank, you know who that is? Who? As this is going on, there's uh, Carrie Ann going around the bouncers telling them all who he is, and they all know him. Yeah, that's Dalton. That's Dalton. There's rumour, rumour and hearsay getting spread about uh, Dalton, that he killed a man by tearing out his throat with his bare hands. Oh, my God. Bare hands. <laughs> going back to the yeah, bare hands. Yes, dirty bare hands. <laughs> Pat, the bartender, he asks um, Dalton what his name is. Dalton replies, coffee, black. 
So he calls him that for the rest of the film. <laughs> uh, Dalton, he's uh, he's just watching the club again. He's seen that several of the staff they're unsuited to the job. You've got dealing drugs from a waitress. You've got Steve the bouncer. He's too busy messing around with the female customers. The clientele. He's too busy doing that to care about actually doing his job. Got some massive guy he offers two blokes um, to kiss his girlfriend's tits for yeah. twenty bucks each, which is not oh ten each actually. It's it's is ten, it ten, ten, per ten per tit. Yeah, ten per tit. Uh, the guy he offers it to is way more excited than any teenage boy would be. He's <laughs> a thirty-year-old bloke. Yeah, he's like, what really? <laughs> he's feeling her up and he's moaning. Oh my days! Yeah, it's great though. This this yeah. actually really makes me laugh. It always did when I watched this like the first time. I used to be like, this guy's brilliant. He's <laughs> just like that. He's just like fondling her tits. Very says woohoo at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Well, aren't you gonna kiss him?" He's like, I can't. Yeah, he's laughing, isn't he? He's like, why not? He says, I haven't got 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, there's a massive fight. There's likes of which haven't been seen since black and white westerns. Yeah, he backhands him through a table, yeah, doesn't he? Everybody just smashes each other to pieces now. It's just a massive brawl. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, you got like chairs broken over people's yeah, heads. It's and... fantastic. Glasses smashing, bottles being thrown. Uh, yeah, more tables than they even had. It's being broken. People yeah. have brought their own tables just to break them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, ingr- it's incredible. You've got Morgan as well, uh, Terry Funk. He's beating up a load of them. He seems to be enjoying it more than he should, really. Yeah. That's well. his first His first reaction is to just beat people up, Morgan. And uh, Swayze, he uh, he just takes his coffee and just walks casually through the whole Yeah, brawl. yeah, because uh, uh, Tillman sees him, doesn't he? He sees him down there, uh, beckons him up. But yeah, yeah, he just walks casually past everybody being beaten up. There's a bloke who's just sitting at the bar laughing about all of it yeah. until he gets a ball smashed on his head by some woman who's just <laughs> needlessly throwing beer bottles at nothing. Even the uh, the little the Carrie Ann, she starts smashing people over the head with her, her tray. If yeah, yeah, carrying. she does, yeah, yeah. And that, was, that bloke's been thrown at her. It's not like he's <laughs> running at her to fight her. Yeah, he's been thrown at her. He stands up and she just smashes him over the head. <laughs> Denise, she's there. She's trying to get a nipple to nipple with herself, <laughs> so, you know, in the background. After the bar closes, we see that Steve, the bouncer, he's got a black eye. He's getting some ice off Pat. Morgan is propping up the bar and Dalton walks past and he says, how'd you like to tell us what the fuck's going on? You're going to help us out or not? Mm. And Dalton says, I'll let you know. And then Morgan turns and says, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dumpster truck, but you don't look like much to me. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, Dalton, just as like opinions vary. Yeah. <laughs> Philosopher. <laughs> yeah, and then just looks up into the, di- <laughs> up into the distance. Like, everyone's like, yes. Yeah, they right. follow his gaze. Yeah, he's like, he's right. <laughs> he says bye to Cody, the lead singer, and uh, who's surrounded by ladies. Yep. And uh, leaves. Not, not that he knows. <laughs> <laughs> and leaves for the night. Uh, Morgan goes over and speaks to Cody, asking him what Dalton's story is. And this is where we get the... Uh, yeah, the background. He says, story is, you fuck with him and you'll seal your fate. Nice. And then uh, Terry Funk says, so far he hasn't shown me shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of the things he wants to be shown. Yeah. <laughs> he does want to be shown shit. Next scene is Dalton. He's going to use car lot. He buys another old banger. Yep. It's all part of the job. And stops at a junkyard, buys uh, some mounted tyres. 
throws them in the back of his trunk. And you're thinking, what the hell is he going to do with those? Yeah. What's, what's, what's his deal? Keskula Diff. Exactly. Goes to a nearby farm owned by an old man named Emmett. Yep. He's, uh, Emmett's got horses. He's <laughs> got a ranch. <laughs> He's got a room to rent. <laughs> He's got a neighbour with a helicopter. Uh, he rents a loft apartment now. Um, this apartment is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, and do you know how much he wants? A hundred dollars a month. Yeah, and he says, can you afford that? That's ridiculous. He lived there for half a year, just on one night's work. <laughs> Stupid amount. Come on, Emmett. Sort out your, your house prices. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that only happens in films where you get this kind of place. If you'd have gone to this, if you went to a farm and this guy owned it and he showed you it, there'd be sort of body parts of women hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> like a little skin, like a human skin lampshade, probably. Yeah, it looks lovely, though, doesn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, it's got a, over a lake, got a lakeside view and everything, big mansion over the other side of the lake, which comes in very, very uh, important later on. And it says we're having trouble renting it out because it smells a bit and there's no air conditioning. And uh, while while he's talking to Emmett about the rent, we get a helicopter who flies across the uh, the lake next to Emmett's house, scares his horses. Yep. Emmett moans about it. Uh, and in this in this chopper is uh, one of the best bad guys of any '80s film. He's just a real nasty bastard, uh, and he's called Brad Brad Wesley. And uh, yeah, he is he's he's doing it on purpose. As, as Emmett suggested, he is doing it on purpose just to piss Emmett off and scare his horses. He's dressed like the man from Del Monte. He is all the way through, isn't he? Yeah. yeah he looks brilliant. I actually looked him up to see if he was in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, because I thought he looked a bit like him as well. He does, <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's not him, no. It's uh, Ben Gazzara. Yeah. Uh, he's he just he's horrible in this film. He's just everything he does, you just think, what a prick. Yeah. Yeah, love him. Love him in this. Anyway, yeah, he is just doing this just to piss him off, which is what he does in everything in this film, just to piss people off. <laughs> yeah, even if he doesn't gain him anything, he just does it because it annoys other people. It's because oh. he's got money and he owns the town, so why the fuck wouldn't he? Yeah, I like him anyway. Anyway, yeah, that's our first introduction. It's only brief, but uh, you immediately think, prick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, onwards. He says to uh, Dalton, you like horses, do you? Dalton philosophically says, if they like me. And then Emmett says... Yeah, that's the best way to be with horses. Yeah. Yeah. If a horse doesn't like you, what's the point? Exactly. You'd be wasting your time, wouldn't you? Emmett asks him if if he's going to steal them, and he says, no, sir. And then Emmett says, calling me sir is like pulling an elevator in an outhouse. You don't belong. (laughs) Yeah. Some wise words there from Emmett. Yeah. And then Dalton (laughs) also says... I'm Dalton. And handshake. And he'll take the place. $100 a month. Woohoo! $100 a month. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this is a new double deuce. I put a lot of money and time into this. And to protect my investment, I've hired the best damn cooler in the business. From now on, he's in charge of all the bar business. What he says goes. Dalton? Dalton and Tillman, they're holding an employee meeting just before the club opens. It's it's great, actually, because uh, Tillman's there doing the talking and Dalton's just stood uh, with his like his foot up on a step, yeah. smoking, looking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst he's being introduced. <laughs> his hair as well. Oh, it's incredible. 
Honestly, <laughs> it really is brilliant. Uh, Tillman, he announces that, that he's going to renovate the bar. He's going to put a lot of money into the renovation and that Dalton is now in charge of the management. <laughs> As you said, how much money is he coming to? This is <laughs> it's an incredible amount of money. But, um, yeah, I thought he was going to start dancing at this point, uh, Dalton, <laughs> when, when he just introduces him. He's got his, like, his cigarette on. thought he was going to take it out, flick the cigarette away, and just start. <laughs> just like he's doing a little bit of a dance. Just flicks a cigarette and you hear Cody. Ah! <laughs> My eyes! <laughs> <laughs> Not again! <laughs> yeah, he announces that he's taken over the management and he introduces him as the best damn cooler in the business. Yeah. And he says what he says goes. And Dalton immediately fires Terry Funk. <laughs> <laughs> Tillman's like, oh shit. He tells me he doesn't have the right temperament for the job and get the fuck out of here. And Morgan, he threatens him and then walks out. He also fires the uh, the uh, waitress who was dealing drugs. Yep, quite right. Off she goes. He says it's his way or the highway. Classic. Anyone wants to walk, they do it right now. No one does. He's immediately got the respect of the bar. Quite right, too. All right. People who really want to have a good time won't come to a slaughterhouse. That's true. Also true, yes. Yeah, this is very rare, isn't it? That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where do you want to go tonight? Uh, I don't know, slaughterhouse. You betcha. That does <laughs> sound like, up at seven. <laughs> does sound like a rock bar, doesn't it? The slaughterhouse. Yeah, I suppose it could be quite good. <laughs> We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many uh, 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. It's going to change. And that sure sounds good. But a lot of the guys who come in here, we can't handle one-on-one. Even two-on-one. Don't worry about it. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. He then lays out the rules. He's only got three, hasn't he? Yeah. One. Never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. He then roundhouse kicks Cody through a table. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even know why he's there. (laughs) Yeah, why is he there? He's a fucking guitarist. He's actually there, though, isn't he? What's he doing in the meeting? (laughs) He's facing the other way from everyone. (laughs) Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. Every single fight in this film is in the bar. That's true. <laughs> and three, be nice. If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Ask him to walk. Be nice. If you won't walk, walk him. But be nice. If you can't walk him, one of the others will help you, and you'll both be nice. I want you to remember... That it's a job. It's nothing personal. Uh-huh. And called a cocksucker in personal? Uh, Steve and his mullet piper. He says... Uh, mullet pipe? <laughs> <laughs> One of our old band names. Yeah, I'm getting that in for the pitch. <laughs> yep, yeah, what does he say? Steve says, what, being called a cocksucker isn't personal. And then... He throws in his two two nouns, doesn't he? It's two nouns combined to elicit a prescribed response. He's an intelligent man. Yeah. He was reading he's reading a book at some point yeah. in this film. That's how intelligent he is. Imagine that, a man reading a book. <laughs> it's unheard of in the eighties. <laughs> he's a genius. 
I don't think he's got a shirt on while he's doing it, obviously. No, or he's a book. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Well, uh, how are we supposed to know when that is? You won't. I'll let you know. You are the bouncers, I am the cooler. All you have to do is watch my back and each other's. Take out the trash. Cut to the bar that night. Dalton catches Steve letting in girls for free at the door. You see, they're still still doing their own shit, these people. Mm. He watches one of the bartenders, Pat, again. He's skimming from the register. Yes, helps himself to free beers through the night. A girl gets up on the table to dance at one point. Dalton sends in uh, the young blonde-haired bouncer to get her down. Uh, he tries following Dalton's rules, you know, trying to be nice. Yeah, and... gets himself punched straight in the face <laughs> for it, doesn't he, even more than one occasion. Yeah. <laughs> gets a knife pulled on him. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay, though, because Dalton's there. He takes it off him, doesn't he? Takes that knife off him, gets him out of hell out of there, smashes his face through a table. Yeah, you in know, like one movement. You know, you know, because he's uh, being nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you don't be nice anymore, I guess. That's how he treats his... Uh... <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then he helps the young lady down from the table and escorts her out, I guess, as well, who leaves, even though it was pretty much her fault. Are the bouncers, are they all watching stunned at this, aren't they? Yeah, they can't believe it. Is it, is it even that? Even though there's fights in there every single night, they've never seen anything quite like this. Yeah, is it that they're stunned at, or is it his hair? I think it's, it's his hair. Particularly high in it, this scene. Because it hasn't moved either, has it? No. Throughout all of that altercation. No. If anything, it's got bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> it's, it's growing with it. Every fight he has, his hair grows again. Yeah. Like Samson. <laughs> this strength. <laughs> we get the first of the off-the-screen disembodied voices. It's a woman saying, "Who is that guy?" And Tillman, who's at the bar watching, turns to Pat and says, "He's good. <laughs> He's real good." <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, sounds a bit like a Pierce Brosnan there. Why are you doing that? Name's Tillman. <laughs> He's good. Real good. <laughs> That's how he speaks, Pierce Brosnan. He exhales at all times. (laughs) (laughs) If he's breathing in, there's no dialogue whatsoever. You can't do it. For England, James? For me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Pierce. And uh, and then Cody from the stage just says, He's Dalton. He actually introduces everybody, even though he's the only one who literally cannot see them. <laughs> he introduces people to everyone. I've made that yeah. exact same he, note. He does it again later on when someone mm. else turns up. Yeah, he does that. It's just like, so he keep introducing people yeah. to people who can see who it is. And then Dalton just turns and looks around the bar and everyone's sort of like, I don't know if they applaud, but I, they should I, I think they're all doing the uh, dirty dancing thing where they're all just clapping. And then he starts doing his little strut. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think that's a deleted scene. Yeah, and then Cody plays the female character, jumps, just nowhere near him, <laughs> yeah. flies through a table. Yeah, yeah, he's through the window. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the other side of the bar. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Remember that blonde from earlier with the, the nipples that touch each other? Denise. Yeah. Yeah. She's eye-fucking the shit out of him at this point. Yeah, yeah. And me, I think. She's I fucking you, or yeah, you're I no, fucking Dalton? I think Dalton. she was. No, I think oh, she was. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. I've done that bit. <laughs> That's later on. 
Do it again later. Uh, yeah, well, he catches Steve in the storeroom. He's having sex from the rear. Was it rear entry <laughs> I think sex? That's some rear entry sex going on from Steve. Yeah, with a female customer and fires him on the spot. He says, Yo, Steve, yo, fuck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Your history. And Steve says, But I'm on my break. And yeah. uh, he says, Stay on it. Yeah, and then closes the door, which ruins the, mo- the moment, really, for Steve, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry, Steve. The girl does the. You see, the girl fucking. It has no lines, but fucking ruins the scene by doing over the top, hand to mouth, shocked look. And yeah. I was like, no, she was good, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> You've got quite a little enterprise going here. Thank you. <laughs> Says Dalton to Pat as he's closing the till. Do you know who plays Pat? His name's John Doe. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I did see that in the crowd. I was going to look that up, but... He's, uh, is he's, he a punk he's, band he's, or something? Yeah, he is. He's in a band, yeah. So that's a stage name, I guess, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a, an identified corpse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that in the in the cast credits, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I looked him up. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Um, I think it's from a, a punk band called X, mm. which I imagine is how you say it. You can't say it any other way, can you? It's not from the Fontanelles. <laughs> not this time, no. Dalton, he, he confronts Pat about stealing from the till anyway and drinking the beer, and he estimated that he cost the bar $150 a night, mm-hmm. according to Dalton. Which is fuck all compared to how much Dalton's costing him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Pat says, so? So what? Who cares? Not me. Not me, Pat. <laughs> Played by John Doe from the punk band X. And uh, Dalton says, consider it severance pay. Take the train. Yeah. Which he doesn't have to, because uh, he lives locally. So he just walks. He says, I didn't hear you say that, and points to Tillman, who's standing at the bar with a. He's sort of doing the, the exaggerated gulp and look around. Yeah, isn't he? A, uh, yeah Vince McMahon style. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> and you can tell that Tillman doesn't really want to fire Pat. He seems like, but he eventually does say, he eventually does fire him. Um, but it seems to come at a, a price for Tillman emotionally. And because we're invested in this. It also hit me real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, fuck off. Get out of here, Pat, you fucking idiot. And uh, Tillman, he does say to the rest of the guys that it was a good night because nobody was killed. Oh, Dalton. It was a good night, isn't it? Who's philosophical as always, is staring off into the distance and says, it'll get worse before it gets better. So some people probably will die, is what he means by that, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's a good night, then nobody's died, but it's going to get worse. That means many people may have to die. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as he's looking at it like that, he's <laughs> looking on the bright side. <laughs> Thanks, Dalton. Yeah. Five hundred, and I can't. I can't guarantee there won't be many deaths. <laughs> there will be many, many deaths before there are none. Uh, Dalton, he leaves for the night, and when he does, he finds that his windshield's been smashed through. All four tires have been flattened, and uh, his antenna's been broken. Yeah. That seems to be the most annoying bit for him, the antenna being broken. Yeah. Even though he listened to a cassette, he wouldn't need an antenna for that. Yeah. But he does He does sort of scoff at it, you know, like, ah. Oh. And that you see, that you see, viewers, that's why he picked up all those tyres from the tyre place, you know, because he knows his tyres are going to get smashed. They're slashed. Yeah. Not smashed. Not smash a tyre. <laughs> and also why he, he has that Merc, but he, use it, he goes and buys an old banger in every place exactly, he goes. Exactly, you see. He's done this. He's been around the block. Yeah. Cut to a pool party at Wesley's mansion across the lake. It's 
Yes, tits. Plenty of tits. Plenty of tits. Dalton, topless himself, his tits out. Yeah, he's he's looking at the other tits from across the lake. He's reading a book, as Ken mentioned. Yeah, he is reading a book. Do you know what the book is? Legends of the Fall. Nope. By Jim Harrison. Okay, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, Mr. Silly by Roger Hargreaves. <laughs> That'd have been a good one, wouldn't it, if he was just reading a kid's book? <laughs> just dot to dot. <laughs> he's with his tongue out trying to do the picture. Yeah, he's not, though. No, he is. It is Legends of the Four, yes. Never read it, never seen it. No, it, yeah, it's a film in it with Brad Pitt. Yeah, not bothered. Tony Hopkins. Yeah. Sir Tony to you. Yeah, tone. <laughs> yeah, not that interesting. You know, you know what, that, it just shows that he's intellectual. I like in the 80s where we had to have all the, the action ha- uh, heroes that have mm-hmm. these sort of little quirks. It's because there's no TV, though. Emmett, Emmett told him that when he took the place on. Yeah. There ain't no TV. So he's, yeah, so he's reading a book. Don't know where he got it from. He brought it with him, I'm guessing. There's no bookshop that we get to see. No. no it's probably his favourite book. He turns his light off and watches in the dark. Yeah, because he can be seen staring at all these tits. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, they're getting... There's women. a bit of a laugh, doesn't he? He's a bit of a chuckle to himself at the hijinks that's going on over there. Yeah, women are getting thrown topless into the pool. I reckon he wants to be thrown in because he is topless. Yeah, I believe he does. Yeah. yeah. Wesley turns up, he's in a pink bathrobe. <laughs> that's a great entrance <laughs> for him, that. And he's got the blonde Denise from the bar. She's there with him. Yeah. It is a bit of skirt. Yeah, nipple to nipple she is. <laughs> yeah, all the way through this film now, she's just there clasping her breasts together. Yeah, and if there's one scene that's going to tell you this is from the 80s, it's this next one. It's the morning. Carrie Ann turns up at the barn to bring breakfast for Dalton for some reason. Yeah, not sure why. Dalton wakes up and gets out of bed totally naked. Got his ass in the breeze. Dalton's ass. Yeah. Yeah. All the windows open, so it is in the breeze, isn't it? Yeah, and Carrie Ann nearly her head nearly explodes yeah. seeing this. Yeah, she she loves her ass. It's just it's it's quite an incredible reaction to, to Swayze's to to yeah, Dalton's anus. Exactly, it's not <laughs> it's not exactly uh, Riggs, is it? From Lethal Weapon, it's not quite that. No, as as men's asses go. No. Or the Charlie, uh, the Emilio Estevez, uh, not that's Charlie, <laughs> Emilio Estevez in uh, Loaded Weapon 1. Yeah, that's <laughs> brilliant. That's a beautiful man's ass. Yeah. But, yeah. But still, he gets the reaction from Carrie Ann. She's uh, you know, like a... You mentioned the mask earlier. It's exactly <laughs> like that, yeah. She, yeah. she does. She gives us that, those kind of eyes. Yeah, very unusual. Starts hitting herself over the head with a fucking hammer or something like that. <laughs> yeah, does. howls like a wolf. Yeah. Foot tapping on the floor. You know, like the wolf from uh, the old Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah, the old droopy cartoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she tells him that he shouldn't have fired Pat, and then she laughs, and he says, what's the joke? She says, no joke, I just think I'm looking at a dead man is all. And he says, everywhere I go, I hear that same joke. And she says, yeah, well, something tells me you bring that on yourself. Yeah, by firing Pat wherever you go. Yeah, by getting your fucked. ass out. Yeah, and then standing in front of me going, booty, oh yeah, look at the booty. <laughs> that's where Van Damme got it from. I think so. Yeah. Why not? That's another one. See, it's not exactly a Van Damme ass, is it? That's Absolutely not, no. No chance. Nowhere near that grade. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Okie dokie. 
driving into town the next morning, he nearly collides with Brad Wesley. And Ken was talking previously about this guy not giving a shit. This guy is just... This, this is brilliant. It's I, amazing. I drive like this on my way to work. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening to Shaboom Shaboom. Yeah, la, 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 la. It's a brilliant song. It is, which I know from, every time I hear it, I remember it from Clue, the Tim Curry film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Life could be a dream. Shaboom. <laughs> yeah, he's just... It's brilliant, yeah. He's, he's just he's weaving. Just swerving across the road. <laughs> just constantly just singing along, isn't oh, he? Oh, it's great. It's such a great scene. Absolutely yeah. pointless, but it just goes to show that he really could not give a fuck about anything. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Swayze swerves off the road to avoid him, and he's just not even not even blinks. No, he just carries <laughs> on singing. Not interested at all. Love it, honestly. It's only it's like about twenty thirty seconds long that scene. Yeah, that I've always made me laugh. That it really has. It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Dalton goes to the local auto parts store. And this is where he befriends the owner, a man named Red. It is Red. It's Red Webster. The actual actor's called Red as well, I believe. Yes, Red West. <laughs> it's close, isn't it? Yeah, just one letter off a yeah. unfortunate name. Yeah, he sells Dalton a new antenna. He says they'd have to order him in a new windshield, but does recommend just you know scrapping the car. But yeah, Dalton so, doesn't want him. He doesn't. Of course, he doesn't. Uh, as they're shooting the shit, uh, he talks about his ugly wife or something. Red is. Yeah, yeah. He says he's stuck in that town. He married an ugly woman, and then she left for an ugly bloke. So don't don't ever marry an ugly woman. Yeah, well, is he never listened to Doctor Hook? <laughs> Count himself lucky. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's even worse apparently. Yeah. So uh, there you go. That that that's Red's story anyway. He's stuck in town, but he, he likes it. You know, people are nice. Except who's coming in now? It's Wesley. He's, he's walking in with he, a. He's brought his son with him. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy looks great as well. I, no, I, I like it. it. I like Jimmy's look. I've got it. I've actually written because I liked it so much. We've got denim shirt open. Yeah, he's got a Native American necklace. Yeah, he has. Yeah, it's fucking superb. Permed mullet. Yep, yeah, lovely mullet. One earring, gold cross. Yeah, it is. Good little crucifix. And he gl- uh, he glares at Dalton as Dalton leaves. That's a great introduction for Jimmy. Yeah, that's a classic. Don't even guy speak, look. does he? No, don't even speak. Just stares at him. He does look great. That's a uh, Marshall Arteague. Yeah, who plays Jimmy? He's the uh, the stunt coordinator for the film as well, and uh, they actually didn't get on him and Patrick Swayze at first. But it was once they started doing the stunts and was stuff it because of their mullets. I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> mullet envy. Yeah. <laughs> once they started doing the fight scene and stuff together, they they sort of bonded over um, gay subtext. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, wanting uh, as realistic fight scenes as possible. And he also said that. Really? <laughs> well, like hard hitting, I guess. So, so it's not exactly what they got, was it? Yeah, I guess he, he. Yeah, he means sort of like hard hitting fight scenes where they actually he actually let Patrick Swayze throw real punches at him because he's like a trained martial artist. This guy to make it look more real. He actually said that he thought Patrick Swayze could have been a kickboxer if he wanted to. That's totally against what I saw in this film. <laughs> I've mentioned this later on when we get to see that in action. I guess he probably could have been. He's pretty athletic, well, so isn't could he? anybody if they'd have trained from a childhood, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> so what? Imagine if that's what he said. <laughs> if Patrick Swayze had dedicated his whole life to kickboxing. Yeah, I could be one of the best piano players in the world if I'd have bothered learning how to play the piano, <laughs> carried on, and got really, really good. That's true. So, Patrick but Swayze, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't, and I'm not. 
No one's fucking nice to Patrick Swayze on Ken's watch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Rest in peace, Patrick. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's nothing personal on this. What a ridiculous thing to have said, though. Anybody could be. Well, if we, if we do want to get in contact with Patrick Swayze, I guess we have to call Whoopi Goldberg up <laughs> and see what his take on it is. Yeah, I did message him, but he uh, ghosted me. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, dear. So that's why they're tuning in. That's why the fans are tuning oh, is, in. It's gold, isn't it? It's absolute gold. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, whatever. Carry on. Where, where do we get to? It's going to be a fucking... It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Right, where do we get up to? Me just abusing Pat, yeah. the, the deceased Patrick. Yeah, Dalton walks out anyway, and, and Wesley, he starts with a with a friendly tone, you know, a, a greeting to Red, and he says, beautiful day, isn't it? And Red says, it was. Yes. Cut. So we know from that that something's going on with this Wesley customer. It's all, it's all suggested, you see. It's, you don't have to you don't have to be overt in these kind of things. Yeah. There's only one, maybe more later on, but there's a glaring overt bad guy scene later on that I'll bring up. But we get a quick shot of Emmett looking under the sheet at Dalton's Mercedes. Mm. Not at his dick. He's not Kelly LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Later, Emmett shaves off his beard. It's Kelly LeBron. To reveal himself to be Kelly LeBron. <laughs> what, you know, what, a, what a twist. What an incredible plot twist. It's because you mentioned weird science. You oh, see, yeah. it's that guy. <laughs> it's like he's brought her with him. Yeah, he looks under the, the sheet and watches... Um, Another another great thing from sort of eighties action things now is that this is always on them. Yeah, is is this something that Segal bought in, or is this something before Segal? No, it's before. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's like the 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 the, basically what Dalton's doing is he's shirtless on near the lake and he's Mm -hmm. doing Tai Chi. Yeah, and yeah, it seemed to be a lot in the eighties where the the action heroes got a spiritual, non-violent side to him that he only acts violently when pushed to. When he has to, yeah. Yeah. They don't never they never ever want to fight. Yeah. That's the point of this, you see. They all can, but they don't want to mm-hmm. unless they have to. Yeah. Even Wesley, he's on his trike across the uh, the lake there. He's got two mates, the McNamara brothers with him. They're also on their trike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just the hovercraft that's hidden away under camo there. <laughs> Even he stops and has a watch of him. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, there is no... Um, I've got the power by Snap playing, which would have been superb. I know, yeah, I know. That night at the Double Deuce, Dalton, he's called up to Tillman's office. Uh, He's got the bartender that was fired previously, Pat. Yeah, he's back. He's in there. He's he's there with a a guy called O'Connor. He's got a great voice, O'Connor. He has, he's very deep. Very deep voice. Yeah, sort of... Yeah, um, I liked him. uh, It's the Buffalo Bill actor. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. Fuck. We're going to pretend that I just know it, yeah? Yeah, I'll repeat the line. Got him. Yeah, yeah, his voice is, uh, it sounds a bit like the, you know, uh, the actor played Buffalo Bill. Uh, what, Silence of the Lambs? Uh, Ted Levine? <laughs> Ted Levine? 
Oh, that's, that was brilliant, Ken. <laughs> I'll delete that. that Let's have another take. Let's have another take. Ooh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds the Lambs, 19. <laughs> Oscar winning production. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Let me think who that could be. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great voice, this O'Connor guy. He's, uh, he reminds me a bit of... Um, who's the actor that played Buffalo Bill in Science of the Lambs? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fucking clue, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever he is, he sounds like him anyway. Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Oh, Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Take your pick. Yeah, one whatever. Of the, one of them two. Oh, no, it doesn't sound like him, actually. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Yeah, he has to rehire Pat. Yeah, he's had a change of heart about firing Pat. Uh, and Dalton asks for an explanation, and O'Connor tells him that Tillman he buys his liquor and beer from uh, Wesley, who is actually Pat's um, nephew, uh, uncle. It's his uncle, yeah. Pat, Pat's, Pat's his nephew, you see. And Pat, he pulls a Bowie knife on Dalton. Yeah, he's got a big old Rambo fucking knife on him, hasn't he? Yeah, he calls Dalton a chicken dick. Yeah, bit harsh. Uh, Dalton, anyway, easily dodges it. He disarms him. When he goes to hit Pat, his nose is already bleeding before he makes yeah, contact he does, with him. Yeah, I noticed that, yeah. And then a round-the-house kick from Dalton, and Pat goes flying through the window of the, the office into the bar area. Yeah, there's a big fat guy there as well, isn't there? There's a big fat guy. Oh, yeah, he looks like that lad from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does, yeah. Sam. Sam, yeah. yeah. He looks yeah, like yeah. him. But he's fat. He's called Tinker. <laughs> Ooh, little Tinker. Yeah. yeah, he's just got like a trucker's cap on, and uh, he's just morbidly obese. So Tinker, he slashes Dalton under his arm as he's fighting. Yeah, I know, yeah, a bit harsh. It's on the rib cage there, isn't it? Dalton, he crashes through the office window with O'Connor next, beats him up uh, in the bar area whilst the other bouncers handle uh, the little Tinker. Yes, Ooh, little Tinker. Uh, they eventually, he has the bad guys um, thrown out and he disappears off to the emergency room. What did you think to this fight? See, this is the first sort of big one with Swayze in it, isn't yeah, it? It's all right, isn't it? The one with O'Connor, yeah, he's it's, it's okay. I mean, there's there's a few punches thrown, the kicks. You see, this is where the kicks they're not good. They're not high kicks. No, he's he's not got the uh, the flexibility. Has got he needs the Chuck Norris martial arts jeans. Doesn't I think he? he does. Yeah, instead he's wearing the cowboy jeans. Yeah, uh, that's uh, just not good enough for it. Sequins. <laughs> <laughs> Did the rodeo? That's right. Yes, the chaps. <laughs> Yeah, but, O'Connor goes through about forty tables, doesn't he? Yeah, I say it, it, it's good. It's it's good old fashioned violence. It's just his his is uh, not got the range of a professional kickboxer. I'm sorry, I'm sorry if that upsets people. <laughs> Teague is watching this now. The stunt coordinator, livid. It can be wild. For him. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you on that one, Marshall. Uh, at the AR Dalton, he meets a beautiful young doctor named yeah. Elizabeth Clay. What an unlikely, beautiful <laughs> woman this is that's just working there in a very small town as a doctor. Mm. Yeah. How unlikely is that? Very. Thank you. Yeah. That validates my point. 
I'm not saying that all all doctors are ugly in uh, small towns. You're going. You're you're just <laughs> alienating every demographic. Patrick Swayze and doctors have, have, have been in Ken's sights so far. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> yeah, imagine all the doctors just turning off right now who yeah. listen to us, especially if they're fans of Swayze in the first place. I'm going to get complaint letters again. <laughs> Uh, he hands her his own medical records, and she has a little look, seeing that his occupation is a bouncer. Uh, we do see, um, through his medical records, that his first name is James, James Dalton. That's nice. Uh, it's never mentioned. I never noticed it either. Uh, she tells him that he can add nine staples to his list of injuries now, which she reels off for us, helpfully. His injuries, Ken, he's had two... I think this is, this is nothing as impressive, by the way, as when Murdoch... Uh, Railed off all of Rambo's achievements. Yeah. <laughs> so if we're going of things that have happened to people, Rambo wins. Yeah. Carry on. Well, Mr. Dalton, you may add nine staples to your dossier of 31 broken bones, two bullet wounds, nine puncture wounds, and four stainless steel screws. That's an estimate, of course. I'll give you a local. No, thank you. Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. She starts stapling him, and she says to him, do you always carry your medical records with you? And he says, yes. <laughs> Saves time. <laughs> Bloody Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. And he also says, pain don't hurt. He doesn't offer any sort of insight into that, into how he controls that. He's just say it just doesn't. Wait, don't. Yeah. Pain don't hurt. But when she does the first staple, he does scream yeah. out in pain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He cries. Yeah. He, he like taps, taps on the floor like he's in a leg lock or something. Yeah. No, he does actually flinch when she does that first yeah. staple. So just you... to give him a lollipop <laughs> and a sticker on his bare chest that yeah. <laughs> says, "I've been a brave boy." <laughs> um, there's a random fact that I love is that we find out that he has a degree from uh, NYU in philosophy. Faust says you've got a degree from NYU. What in? Philosophy. Any particular discipline? No, not really. Um, man's search for faith, that sort of shit. Come up with any answers? Not too many. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. He's clever. He's got all the lines, hasn't he? Yeah, he's doing well here. She admires his stitch work on the knife wound, which is the one we saw him doing at the beginning of the film. Uh, she says, do you ever win a fight? And then he does the... This is beautiful. He does the Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the look. Yeah. And says, nobody ever wins a fight. How yeah. philosophical of him. And she immediately orgasms. Yeah. Just like <laughs> Carrie Ann when she saw his yeah. anus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't prolapsed or anything. <laughs> he didn't bend over. Did you orgasm at a prolapsed <laughs> anus? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bend over. He didn't give us the Van Damme boingy boingy. It was just his ass. <laughs> we can class that as seeing <laughs> Swayze's anus. <laughs> That's a constellation in yeah. the air. <laughs> Named after he sadly passed. <laughs> no, I don't think we can class as seeing that. But it was just his buttocks. Ken with the up to date clarifications. <laughs> That's what the listeners want. Yeah. Yeah. Over there, they're just crossing that out again now. Because now that you've led them up the <laughs> the old garden path. 
you'd like to stop by the Double Deuce sometime, I could buy you a cup of coffee, you know, if you have. Happen to be in the neighborhood. You know, for that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> Gee, I've never heard that before. Yeah, he invites her to the Double Deuce for a coffee if she's ever in the neighborhood. Yeah, only for a coffee, you see. See what he's doing, coffee. He doesn't drink. Yeah. Cooler. Yeah, and uh, she gives us the uh, thought you'd be bigger joke again. We have that laugh once again. It's been and a while. And he says, nobody in that line of work thought I'd be bigger. <laughs> Look at this. And then uh, whips off his towel. Shows her his anus. Yeah. Boy, I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> <laughs> he actually says, gee, I've never heard that before. Yeah. And they have a little look at each other and the scene ends. Thank goodness. The next day we're at Wesley's house. There's a fucking monster truck. <laughs> I've written fucking monster truck. <laughs> yeah. Those are exact three words. Why yeah. the fuck would that guy turn up in that? Why is that in the film? Well, we know why later, well, but, yeah, but uh, uh, now I'm just like, why the fuck has he got this? <laughs> yeah, just driving through town in a monster truck. Not to, only that, but to he's... go to his boss's house. Yeah, it's not, not even his. It's not even Wesley's car. It's no. the bloke who works for him. Yeah, <laughs> and not only that, but he goes on reconnaissance missions in this fucking thing. <laughs> you know, in uh, RoboCop, where uh, one of the guys buys a car the same as Bodicus, or Nick uh, steals a car, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's the same one as the one that Clarence has got. Yeah. And Clarence Bodica just blows it up <laughs> just to try out his new gun. <laughs> yeah. Why would Brad Wesley allow one of his employees to drive around in a monster truck That's... and not think, I want that? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah, he is he's in a monster truck, but... Um, this is uh, he's a quite a harsh boss, isn't he, Brad? Brad he is, Wesley, yeah. Mister Wesley. Yeah, Pat. He turns up with uh, he's got O'Connor, he's got Tinker, and uh, uh, you never actually. I think his name's is it Dave. <laughs> he's got a really common I'm, name. I'm not sure. He, I, I don't guy. know if he got a name this time. Yeah, he, get, he gets called. He gets a name later. But I can't remember what it is. Anyway, Pat. He's got a maybe a broken nose or something. He's got a couple of black eyes, and his nose is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Wes, Wesley just waves him inside. Go go on inside, Pat. He tells one of uh, uh, tells one of them that they owe him an apology. Yeah, he doesn't know which one it is. Though. Yeah, he says and one of you owes me an apology. Yeah, and they both apologise. He believes Tinker. Of course he does. I believed Tinker. I'm not so sure I did. Mm. I'm not sure why Tinker's one of these bad guys. No, no. But anyway, yeah. I suppose you believe him because he's an idiot. Yeah, maybe that's what you're getting at. But not O'Connor. No. And uh, to prove it, he proceeds to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he says, you disgust me. You want to know why you disgust me? He says, because you're a bleeder. You bleed too much. And kicks him in the bollocks. Yeah, he punches him in the face, kicks him in the bollocks, punches him in the face again. I'm not sure he's got an HR department, has he, Brad Wesley? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's having a few concerns. HR nightmare. <laughs> a few concerns being raised about the boss. Yeah, he says, you're weak. You have no endurance for pain. Yeah, and then just keep punching him. Just punches him again. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, a bit, he's a bit harsh, in my opinion. Yeah, he shouts at the men to help him up. They're telling him, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. And you'll be fine because I like you. Yeah. A kind of smile for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's how he treats people he likes. Imagine people he doesn't. Worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous. But there you go. Anyway, yeah, O'Connor. 
He That's says, get this piece of shit coward out of here. <laughs> See, he just said, I like you. And then he's kind of a piece of shit coward to yeah. his face again. Well, lucky he doesn't hear it because he's already punched him out again at this point. <laughs> just knocks him out, doesn't he? End of scene. Dalton, he heads to Red's and uh, he sees uh, Jimmy. He's wearing like a, looks like it's a gee. Half gi shirt, I isn't put, it? This I thought it's like he's wearing a gi tucked into his jeans. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's a very odd shirt. He, he wears it again later on as well. Yeah, yeah, very unusual. But still, yeah, he's he's at Reds. He's back at Reds, possibly to pick up the windshield that he was getting, whatever he ordered. I don't know. Yeah, and he sees uh, Jimmy and another goon. They're driving off laughing. There's a lot of laughter actually from Jimmy. He laughs when he shouldn't laugh. He ain't yeah. got time to laugh, and he stops and laughs. Uh, Dalton, he heads inside to Red's. He sees the place been messed up. He calls out to Red, asking if he's been robbed uh, every yeah, th- week. Th- thankfully, Red is is alive because there was a, a moment there where you thought he'd been like roughed up or beaten or you know dead or whatever. But he's not. He's fine. Just getting a mop. Yeah, he says you've been robbed, and Red says every week. And he's yeah, he comes out from behind the counter with a mop and bucket. And we find out that uh, Wesley's been extorting money from every business in town. Yeah, he he claims it's for some sort of like fund, doesn't he? But he just funnels it into his own uh, own accounts, and everyone pays it. Uh, it's, it's, it's basic. It's basic mafiosa. Yeah, great line here where Dalton asks, <laughs> "Does everybody pay?" And Red says, "Yeah, classic." Does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? And Dalton says, "What?" <laughs> This is, I forget it. <laughs> yes, yes. I should have said yes. It would have saved time. Yeah, but wait, hang on a minute. What's that picture on the wall? It's the doctor. It's the beautiful doc, which is, means either they're related, because we don't go into it, either they're related or he's just a stalker. Yeah. We don't find out She yet. doesn't look like she knows that picture's been no, taken. No, it doesn't either. No, it looks like she's just like on a lunch break or something. Yeah. Just, you know, sat on a bench having a sandwich. Anyway, enough of this shit, Ken. Let's get over to the wet t-shirt and g-string contest. Yeah. We're still doing it reds. Yeah. T-shirt? That's been crossed out, and we've got g-string written over the top. It's a wet g-string competition. Which is one of the perks we'll offer once we open a Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And look who it fucking is. Looking over the bar, watching this happen. It's Sam Elliott, Sans Moustache. Yeah. Wade Garrett. He's the most rugged he's looked in anything I've seen. Him. He looks fucking cool in yeah, this. Yeah, he does. He looks he's great. Got the it? long hair, the beard, no big mustache, no cock duster, but no. he's still looking cool. Yeah, he's still not clean shaven. No, he calms down an army guy getting handsy with one of the uh, the strippers. He's, he calls him Rambo. Yeah, calm down, Rambo. Little note there to Rambo. And he's trying to fight the commies, but yeah, yeah, throws him that against the the commies as well. Get yeah. Them all there. He winks at the stripper and then uh, takes a phone call from the smallest bouncer in the film. It's Dalton, and he calls him Miho on the call, which is a contraction of mi hijo, which uh, means my son in Spanish. Oh, right. I thought he was mispronouncing amigo all the way, because later <laughs> on he calls him amigo, and I thought, yeah. ah, finally he's remembered how to say it properly. Uh, Dalton asks Wade if he's heard of Wesley, and uh, he says that he hasn't. Of course he hasn't. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking bouncer in a wet t-shirt pub. What the <laughs> hell? Of course I have, yeah. And this that seems to be like the main reason he rang. Yeah, and he goes, oh, okay then. Bye. Yeah, they shoot the shit for a bit, and then Wade has to go break a fight up, and he tells him to watch out for himself. Yeah, S- that's it. same old story, different town, same story, I guess. 
Yeah, that's but, what he says. But, yeah, but Sam Elliott looks superb. In oh this. Yeah, 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 he really, really does. I know he, I know he's come out and said some ridiculous things recently, so his popularity may be on the downscale. <laughs> but it's uh, looks brilliant in this. Yeah, this is the best he's looked in a film. This he looks fucking except maybe Tombstone <laughs> with the cock duster. Yeah, but he looks great. A few nights later, anyway, the bar, the renovations have happened. It's cleaner. Chicken wire's gone off the stage, that sort of thing. Yeah, Jeff Healy being glassed in the face now every night because <laughs> he hasn't got anything to protect him and he can't see him coming. So, yeah, he's, he's wounded. Carrie Ann, she's on vocals with the band now, it seems. Her days of waiting tables are over. Well, no. Um, obviously, he says, I didn't even know she could sing. I think she will go back to waiting tables. Yeah. She is also a singer. That's That's why she's up there, I think. I think they just threw that in for her because yeah. she was also a musician. What, uh, the actress? Yeah. So, yeah, bigger crowd, friendlier clientele. Uh, Tits McGee turns up again, old Denise, yeah. stroking Dalton's arm. Quite right, too. She says, why won't you look him in the eye, Dalton? And uh, he says, because I'm shy. Yeah. And then she says, would you be shocked if I said, let's go to my place and fuck? I said, yeah, I would, actually. That's quite a shocking <laughs> thing for you to say. <laughs> Especially after I just told you I'm I'm shy. Now, if Roadhouse was British, <laughs> that's exactly what the yeah. line would have been. Like, oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, just loosen his collar slightly. Yeah. Oh, Hold on his his tie. Yeah. Oh crikey! <laughs> I don't think that's what he'd say. In comes Jimmy yeah. to, to cock block Dalton by pulling her away from him, and he says, "Say good night, Denise." And instead of saying good night, Denise, which would be a clever and funny thing. Uh, she says nothing because she's, she's a bit scared now. And then Jimmy, it's Jimmy's turn to eye fuck Dalton this time. Yeah, looks him up and down. And then leads her out of the bar. Cue the monster truck, which is just parked in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one saw that arrive. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's got four goons in it and they watch Jimmy leave with Denise. And once they've gone... Then they exit the monster truck by yeah. just falling from a great height. Because uh, he, he shouts, uh, does, does he shout, get in there? Or something like that. I don't know. He, he sends, he sends them the in. Football? He sends them in, doesn't he? Jimmy oh, does, does he send yeah, them in? Yeah, he, he sends the goons in. Yeah. Once, once he's out with Denise, he sends them in and off they go. Yeah, Dalton, he looks, over, he looks them over and he notices that one has a small blade attached to the toe of his boot. Yes, old shoe boot. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> shoe knife. <laughs> shoe boot. <laughs> yeah, it's a mix between a shoe and a boot. Yeah, we're working on merch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing, not a t shirt or a hat. It's a badge. A shoe. It's a shoe boot. <laughs> uh, Dalton, he signals these bouncers to go and meet them at the door, and he refuses to allow them in, and uh, they quickly become violent. Right boot. Got it. Sorry, we're closed. Well, then what are all these people doing here? Drinking and having a good time. Well, that's why we're here. You're too stupid to have a good time. They're thrown yeah. out the club. Thankfully, there is, uh, yeah, there's enough of them, isn't there? He, he blocks the uh, the shoe knife and uh, throws him. He takes his boot off him, actually, doesn't when, he? When they all go outside and start fighting in the dirt, he just th- he takes his boot off him, throws it up onto the top of the roof of the bar, <laughs> which is still there now. It's still there to this day, some say. 
Yeah. Does he break his ankle there? I think think it looks like he's going... Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely some sort of twisting going on. That's absolutely ridiculous. He tries to axe kick him. So the... The toe knife is on the on the obviously on the, the, on the toe, yeah. yeah. But he, he goes with the really high and then yeah, like he was wearing spurs, yeah, and brings it, yeah, like the guy from um, Double Impact, Double Impact, yeah. So Dalton just catches him and breaks his fucking ankle or something. As this is happening outside, Doctor Clay turns up, she's in a gingham dress. <laughs> yeah, this is the hairspray, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it, very high. This is the uh, something about Mary hair that yeah. she's got. And she watches the brawl, as does Carrie Ann, who's just jumped down from the stage to come and watch this, it seems. Yeah, everyone else is like, oh, I like that sound as well. That was a good sign. Yeah, it's everyone's whooping and a hollering. Oh, yes. Son of a bitch! Give me the biggest guy in the world. You smash his knee, he'll drop like a stone. Damn good fight. Hi. Hi. Looking for somebody? You. After his shift, Dalton takes Clay out for a a coffee at the cafe. She says, are you always better than they are? And Dalton says, nobody is better than they are. (laughs) She's like, what? She says, have you ever been put down? And he says, nobody gets put down. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a philosopher. Amazing. Yeah. She asked him to explain it. And he <laughs> what says, do you mean? He says, nobody can explain it. <laughs> Shakes his head. <laughs> just keeps going all the way through. It's a lovely, lovely moment. He says, the ones who go looking for trouble are not much of a problem for someone who's ready for them. Mm. That's not really true, is it? No, I don't really like that line. Uh, it's, it's not overly true, to be honest. That. But he demonstrates this by stopping some sleeping drunk from falling off his stool at the counter. Yes. Which is nice of him. He's ready for it. Caught him there. I actually did make a note. It's odd to see people smoking in like the bars and the cafes. Like they're sitting there, and Swayze's just blowing smoke in her face yeah, just while she's trying to have a coffee. Yeah, yeah and he's also uh, just flicking his fag ash into a coffee. <laughs> he just puts it out in the coffee while she's about to drink. Yeah. Well, he offers to give her a lift home, but they they were in her jeep. Yeah, but it's her car. Yeah. Yeah. Very odd. He says, I better take you home. I keep talking. You're going to think I'm a nice guy. And she says, I know you're not a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you better believe it. He's like, Toots. he's like, nobody is not a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, she's just nodding. Going, yes, it makes sense. He does prove he's a nice guy by turning and paying for the sleeping guy's food and yeah. drink. He says, hey, I ought to charge this guy rent. And he gives him some rent. So that's for tonight. So yeah. I don't know whether that guy just slept in the place. Yeah, the, the owner of the cafe is just shaking his head at the drunk, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, because, like, well, he's got to stay there all night as well to make sure this drunk guy doesn't just, like, die or something. Yeah. Yeah, that pissed him off. They drive back to the double deuce. We see someone's put a stop sign through his car window. Yeah. I do like how there's constantly just shit happening <laughs> to his sma- car. Yeah, slashed his tyres again. Yeah, thing is, though, you'd like to think that maybe Sheila said, well, do you need a lift home yourself, then? But yeah. instead, she just says, right, see you then. <laughs> just drops him off, so he's got to sort it all out himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shouldn't offer to help or anything. It's like, oh, fuck that, it's late, I'm going home. You sort your own shit out. She comments on the life he leads, and and uh, Dalton says, what, too ugly for you? And she says, I didn't say that. And then they kiss. They say their goodbyes, and Dalton gives a salute like a fucking geek as he 
fishes the stop sign out of the side of his car. <laughs> anyway, O'Connor and Tinker, the next day, they show up at Emmett's farm looking for Dalton. They have to look very far. He's lying on the bonnet of his car, just staring mm-hmm. up because he's a philosopher, you see. Yes, he's looking at the sky. He's thinking about the world. He's looking at the clouds. He's thinking about the meanings of it. What else is there in the world? Surely there's more to it than this. But we're only such a tiny part. We can't comprehend what the plans are for us and our otherworldly like spiritual belongings. And ultimately, we're, we're just made of carbon, as is most of the universe. So we are the universe as much as... And the universe is us. Anyway. Yeah, what do you want, Tinker, you fat dick? <laughs> <laughs> they, tell him that, they tell him that Wesley wants to meet him. Yep. And uh, takes him to, to the house. They go into, into the big mansion and they see that Denise is there. She's doing the Jesse Ventura workout from The Running Man. <laughs> Are you ready for pain? <laughs> <laughs> ah, she's got terrible bruising on her neck and face. Yeah, as in terrible, as in really, really badly done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like a half robot now. It's just, she's, she's got like a like birthmark. Sort of silver, silverish <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. It's an obvious... Uh, repercussion for offering Dalton's sexy sex. Yeah. Um, although she still looks great. She's getting her cleavage out still. So, you know, fair dues. Fair enough. <laughs> she does turn away from him to hide her face, but then does look back at no him. No one's anyway. looking at her face in that bit. Come on. They take Dalton through to Wesley. He's eating breakfast in the conservatory. He offers him some and starts shooting the shit again without, about how, something about how similar they are and how he's been the driving force in bringing most of the big-name businesses to Jasper. The town, not not Jasper, the old prospector who lives up in the boonies. Yeah, well, also him as well. <laughs> yeah, though. who's just like woohoo, more business. Oh yeah, Mister Wesley. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. That just that was just on the line there. Of... <laughs> anyway, um, he tells Dalton that he knows about him killing a man in Memphis, saying it was self-defense in the trial. But they both know that that isn't true. I don't know how he knows that isn't true. We never get to see it, so we don't know if it was true or not either. No. He offers Dalton a job at a new club that he's planning to open, and Dalton refuses. He says, there's no amount of money that would make me work for you, and then leaves. He's not happy. Wesley's not used to you know, being told no. Exactly. He can barely finish his breakfast. Yes. But he does, I think. He does. Hot breakfast sausage. <laughs> As I believe what he offers Dalton. He does offer him that, yeah. 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 He says, do you want some sausage? And he says... Do any of us want some sausage? Yeah. Nobody wants some sausage. <laughs> He's got a piano. Dom, do you want some sausage? <laughs> At the deuce the next day, there's um, lines around the block. You've got old fox, young fox, backwards hat-wearing fox. They all want to get in. It's the hottest place in town. Do you know why? Because they're The finally, only place in town. Because <laughs> they're finally oh. playing the Roadhouse Blues oh, by the doors. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Band is playing one of my favourite songs. I've, I've, is my next note. Yeah, uh, Roadhouse Blues by the Doors. Yeah, Keith David hands Dalton a coffee. Uh-huh. Keith fucking David. <laughs> in an interview, he did say that most of his scenes in the film were cut, as was Sam Elliott. So he had a lot more stuff in the film, but the film I think was like three hours long at that point, so they cut it all. 
get told by Tillman that the place is running out of alcohol rapidly. Um, I know, sorry, Keith David tells us that in his only line, I think. Yeah. He says they're running out of, of whiskey. It's pivotal. Um, and I always turn to Keith David for a stock check, so I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can't trust him, who can you trust? Exactly. Tillman says that he's called every supplier he knows, but none of them will do business with uh, the double deuce. No, that's bloody Brad Wesley again, isn't it? Dalton says, leave that with me. But he does blame Wesley, doesn't he? He automatically knows of course it's he Wesley. Does. He knows what's going on. Heads out for the night anyway, Dalton. He sees Dr. Clay. She's waiting for him. Yep, she's outside. I think he's finished for the shift, hasn't he? He's yeah. another 500 quid he's pocketed there. Straight away. Yep. But hang on, hang on a tick. It looks to me, Ken, I could be wrong, that someone's watching him. No. No? They must be the stealthiest fuckers in the world if no one spotted them watching them. In the background of the scene. What vehicle are they in? This big fucking monster (laughs) truck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who's not seen that again? He'd come out of the club. This This is Dalton who sees absolutely fucking everything, right? In the bar, he can see absolutely everything. He sees drug dealing waitresses. He sees skimming. He sees people's attitude. He sees rare entry sex. <laughs> he can see it all. But what he can't see is a big fuck-off monster truck in the car park when it's empty because he's finished his shift. So there shouldn't be any cars in that car park. What he can't see is that. Yeah. Oh, well. You miss things, don't you, every now and then? That's women for you. <laughs> Distractions. Exactly. He takes her back to Emmett's barn in her Jeep because his car's probably got like a Fucking traffic lights smash through the roof or something. <laughs> it's probably got a monster truck parked on it. <laughs> <laughs> he shows her around and she fucking loves it, that place. Quite right, too. It it's nice. a lovely place. Uh, she stares out the window at Wesley's house as Dalton puts on the radio. To be honest, there's a lot of staring over there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of staring. Puts Otis Redding on, which can only mean one thing. Oh, yeah. Apparently, this is the same song that he puts on in a similar scene in Dirty Dancing. He does, yeah, yeah. It's on that soundtrack as well. It's a sex scene on there as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was Patrick Swayze's favorite sexy, sexy song. Uh, she mentioned that she was married previously, but it didn't work out. She he, Dalton asks why, and she says, "Guess I picked the wrong guy." That's enough small talk and foreplay for Quite Dalton right, anyway, and they get to some sexy sex. Mm-hmm. Some fun trivia for you. According to Kelly Lynch in an interview, whenever Bill Murray mm-hmm. sees her sex scene with Patrick Swayze in this film on television, he calls her husband Mitch Glazier, who uh, directed him in Scrooged, and teases him about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? That's a, it's a very complicated oh. thing. I just like the fact that Bill Murray sat at home watching Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Still, what a a sex scene this is. Yeah, standing up sex. It's it's sex up a wall, but it's a cobbled wall. Yeah, that's got to hurt the back of her head, hasn't it? And the spine and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's obviously lent against it. She's lent against it. That's got to chafe somewhat. It's just my opinion. I don't know. You wouldn't use a cobbled wall, would you? We get more naked ass this time. It's from Kelly Lynch. She joins Dalton, who's sitting naked just outside on the on the roof of the barn there. Mm-hmm. I appreciated hers more than his. Yeah. But there you go. Uh, Crack on. <laughs> <laughs> As they say. 
they kiss and she caresses some of his scars and uh, he, he points it out and she Chicks says... Chicks love scars, I tell you. So I used to slash myself oh, yeah. open. Look at this here. Oh, that's work on me. Oh. <laughs> I'll put it away then. Yeah, I was going to say, they'll get like cobbled wall. <laughs> <laughs> Just had that done. Uh, she says, you're going to be in a lot of pain when you're older, Dalton. You could be crippled if you don't slow down. And he says, yeah, that's what they say. Slow down this. Yeah. And gets gets his uh, old todger out. <laughs> yeah, little well, Dalton. He's already said pain don't hurt. Anyway, who's watching him? Bloody Brad Wesley over the lake. Yeah. Because everyone can see him because they're just out in the open, naked. They're just having sex again. Yeah. He climbs on top. Yeah. And he's like, oh, go on then. Back at the double deuce, Dalton, he's talking to Cody. And he tells him that Elizabeth Clay is Red's daughter. Yeah, that's good of him. And a one-time love interest of Wesley. Oh, shit. And that she left him and then he became incredibly jealous of anyone who was around her. And Cody warns him to be careful out there. Oh, but he's already walked off at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, he left. <laughs> he left as soon as he started telling him. Just then a bouncer lets Dalton know that there's a delivery. He's arrived for him. So he goes out to check that out just as a motorbike turns up outside. Uh, who the hell is it? It's some fucking cool-looking fuck. You're damn right it is. It's Wade Garrett. It's Sam Elliott. Looks up at the place, reads the sign, calls it the double douche, shakes his head. <laughs> That's classic Wade Garrett. Uh, you got Dalton. He's outside on the loading dock. He's supervising the stock being bought in. we got Terry Funk. He's not done yet, is he, Terry? You know, you've got the poor man's Ted Levine, mm-hmm. O'Connor. Yeah, there he is. And you got Sam from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Tinker. And who the fuck have they brought with them now? It's the monster truck. Get off. No, 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 the big fuck. Yeah. Who the fuck's he? Richard Keel from the Bond film. <laughs> he does look a <laughs> bit like him, yeah. Fucking massive guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's turned up with them. We don't know who he is. I don't think we ever find out who he is. No. No, he's just enormous. He's just a massive bloke. Uh, they're ordering the uh, the delivery guy to... to uh, Take back his load. Yep. <laughs> if you pawn the imagery. That's what they say. And they begin to start smashing the bottles, don't they, that were on the truck. Yeah. They begin to fight Dalton. He, he, he puts a good effort in there, but yeah, unfortunately... He it's a numbers game, isn't it? Yeah, he gets hit over the head with a bottle, knocked to the ground. As this is happening, Wade Garrett, he goes inside, he asks where Dalton is. You got a skinny little runt named Dalton working here. He's out the back. I know you. Hold me beer with you. I'll be back. Goes out to the back there. He finds Dalton. He's getting held down and people are just punching him in the stomach. Yep, so he immediately just watches. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't help just yet. He said, how's it going to Dalton? <laughs> and uh, Terry Funk says, mind your own business, Dad. Wade eyes up the big bastard and then they square up to each other. And the big guy in his only line says, you want to fight Dickless? <laughs> He's countered, though, isn't he, by Sam? What does he say? He says, I don't know, he said, I sure ain't showing you my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a relief for the viewers and probably this guy. Oh, how you like that, oh. How's it going, mijo? Mind your own business, Dad. You want to fight, Dickless? 
I sure ain't gonna show you my dick. Damn, that hurts, doesn't it? And uh, then they just have a fight. So, you know, all good on the dick front. Yeah, he joins the fight with a lunging punch to the dick. He actually does punch his dick, yeah. So there's plenty of dick action going on. (laughs) (laughs) And they both end up beating up Wesley's men, and they, they scatter... Uh, Dalton tells Wade that he had it under control and they laugh and give a hug to each other. Yeah. Another off-screen uh, voice. Who is that guy? And uh, I actually put, and you mentioned it earlier, I love how it's the blind guy that always answers yeah. this question. <laughs> yeah, he tells us who it is. It's, it's, I actually thought it would have been great if he got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, um, oh, I don't know actually, he's like, mate. <laughs> just ask his friend. He's he like, said, oh, that's Red from the Autopods. It's like, no. That's Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> from Ghost. Sam Wheat? <laughs> he says, gentlemen, Wade Garrett. And then someone just says, holy shit. And uh, Wade says, exactly right. And I've, my note is, uh, Sam Elliott is fucking cool in this yeah, film. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Dalton takes Wade to meet Elizabeth that night, picks her up from the emergency um entrance of the hospital he's like are you sick or something and he says nope and then she turns up and uh Wade's like i fucking knew it yes i thought me and you were gonna have sex (laughs) gay subtext it's not exactly subtext (laughs) that was dialogue (laughs) but uh elizabeth and wade soon become fast friends you know i He's like the worst person you could be introducing oh, your new girlfriend yeah. to, isn't he's he? He's the right worst here? wingman of all Jesus time. Jesus Christ. He gets his dick out. He does, him. yeah, yeah. He's got like an appendix scar or it's something. It's really high up on his hip, but he takes <laughs> and he gets his dick out. Yeah, yeah, he out. just flops that out. Yeah, then he says, right, let's go and dance. Uh, then he dances with her whilst Dalton just sits there brooding. He's like yawning, a, yeah. Like a hero. And, They've um, drank all night, and they're at a diner in the morning, still drinking. Yeah. And then, uh, is, is this where you tell me he's a great guy? He says, no, this is where I tell you I want you for myself. And it's it's like, what? You know, really? No, I not, know. no good, no good. I wouldn't be very happy with that. And, uh, and then he comments on her ass when she goes off for a shit. Well, Ken, is she having a shit? No, there's no time. No? Time scale. No. Uh, well, there we go. Sorry. Not this time. Wade says, that girl's got entirely too many brain cells to have an ass like that. Yeah. And Dalton says, ain't that the truth? Yeah. So, uh, women of the bad movie call, uh, if you have a nice ass, you are stupid. Yeah. That's oh, the rules of Roadhouse. I can't I can't take that back. I don't think it's the same. Uh, same with men, I think, to be honest. People underestimate my intelligence because of the beautiful, sexy ass that I have. I, I sure did. Yep. That's where you're down for. I thought you were a real fucking moron. Yep. No, it's not mutually exclusive. Uh, Wade suggests that Dalton may have his hands full with this girl. And uh, when Dalton only smirks at that, Wade accuses him of still living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right, So It's about the guy you killed back yeah. in Memphis. He says, it wasn't your fault. She didn't tell you that she was married. Uh, basically, her husband pulled a gun on him and uh, Dalton killed him acting in self-defense, mm-hmm. is what we find out. Uh, Dr. Clay comes back from the toilet. No shit. No, not enough time. I mean, it was a bit, probably too long, that bit, but no, I don't think so. 
And she tells him that uh, a shift starts in a couple of hours, so she needs to go home and get some sleep. She asks, oh, "A couple of hours? Yeah, doctor shifts are like Jesus fourteen Christ, hours or something. Only a couple of hours. So now she needs to get some sleep. That's fucking malpractice. She all asks, over it. She asks Wade if he's tired, and he says, "I'm going to get all the sleep I need when I'm dead." Yeah, classic. Uh, thank you for the dance, he says. Little cheeky wink. Yeah, she blows a kiss at him and he yeah. winks at her. Kisses Dalton goodbye and then uh, cut back to the double deuce. Yeah. You got Garrett, he's hanging out with Dalton at the bar the next night. Someone rushes in with the news that Red Store is on fire. The auto parts place. Dalton runs out just in time to see the place explode. Yeah, it's a good explosion. It is a good explosion, yeah. Luckily, Red turns up in his truck to see it happen so we know Red's fine. Yeah, he's not dead, so it's okay, everybody. That's the second time we think maybe Red's been killed, but he hasn't. Again, they go back inside the bar, and Wesley's already in there with his henchmen, including Jimmy and I don't know, Blind Pew and other henchmen. He tells everyone that it's a shame that Red's place burnt down, and tries uh, antagonizing Dalton when he orders his uh, his girlfriend Denise to do a striptease. Yeah, that was all antagonize people, wasn't it? (laughs) A beautiful blonde lady doing a sexy dance and getting her breasts out. Oh, that's going to annoy everybody. Yeah, it takes yeah, a dress hell, off. That would annoy the hell out of me, that. If that happened, I'd be like, oh, this is unacceptable. <laughs> she takes her dress off down to just her pants with her tits out, as Ken was saying. And the song, incidentally, is Hoochie Coochie Man. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, Sung by? Well, I, I don't know on this occasion. I don't know who did the original. But I do know that it was uh, Steven Seagal's done a cover of that song. And it's sung by Cody, who's just sitting there smiling as she rubs Wait. her tits in his face. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know anything's gone on, you see. He doesn't know there's a fire or anything. Yeah, no, all, no one's mentioned it to him. Anytime you hear the blues in this film, it's pretty much the Jeff Healy band that have done it yeah. for the soundtrack, which is what uh, Cody's name, obviously, is Ken says Jeff Healy. But um, she ends up throwing quite violently a dress in Swayze's face. You hear the, <laughs> the impact of that. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it just wraps around his face. Yeah. Yeah. Dalton, he ends up uh, leading her by the arm back to Wesley, and he says... If you're going to have a pet, keep it on a leash. Oh, she's not happy with that. Well, she's not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's a victim of domestic violence. She is, yeah. I'd say she's not really to blame for any of this, is she? Yeah, and he says that to her. And that's the last you see of her in this film, I think. It's a shame. Still, it's a great, great ending for her. Yeah, she runs off just like cursing Dalton. Wesley uh, sets a fight up between Jimmy and uh, the, the other bouncers, and Jimmy gets into the middle of the dance floor. Yeah, he's, he's playing pool, isn't he? So he brings his cue with him. Yeah. Yeah, does a bit of spinnings. Uh, pool cue spins. Yeah, all on the dance floor. And all the other goons that he brought with him, he sort of nods to them, and they all start a bar brawl by throwing glasses and chairs around mm-hmm. and stuff that incites a riot in the bar. And uh, Wesley just orders another drink as uh, the fight starts. Jimmy challenges Wade at one point. He, he takes out all the bouncers from the bar, basically, in, in one go, doesn't he, Jimmy? All yeah. the, like, the young yeah, bouncers in the back one. Yeah. He calls out and challenges Wade, and the two fight. I'd say it's about even. A couple of good hits in from both of them. Yeah. Although he may, maybe Jimmy gets the upper hand slightly towards the end, and Dalton has to step yeah, in. Yeah, Dalton jumps in, yeah. It's because of his knee, you see. Wade Garrett has got a dodgy knee, hasn't he? Yeah. Jimmy and Dalton, they, they fight for a, a small amount of time until Wesley fires a starting pistol, it looks like. <laughs> and then they just run off. Yeah. <laughs> just don't see him again. Yeah. That's it at the end. Yeah, the, the big fat bouncer <laughs> runs off. Some say he's still running. 
like the trucker <laughs> from Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good race, wouldn't it, them two? <laughs> he tells Jimmy that's enough and says to Dalton that things aren't working out and uh, announces that they're all going to leave. Jimmy says he vows that he's going to own Dalton's ass. Mm-hmm. There's a fair bit of ass talk, isn't there? In this? There is a lot. Uh, Wade hobbles over and he says, uh, same town, new story, huh, pal? Let's get a beer. And uh, they hug and go for a beer together. Surely he got that wrong, didn't he? New town, same story. I thought that, yeah. yeah. But that's what he, that's what Swayze yeah. said to him on the phone, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Very, very odd. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, got some of the more... We, we have like a meeting now, but from the business owners in... Um, Jasper. Jasper. You've got Tillman and Red there, there, discussing how um, what they're going to do about Wesley, basically. He's become much more unstable, much more violent. Uh, Red's planning to leave town. And then we, we meet a guy called Stro- Straudenmeyer, who's the owner of the car dealership in Jasper. And he offers to help Red get back on his feet and tries rallying them because he wants them to get in touch with the FBI against I've, Wesley. I've got him down as Pete. Yeah. It's a lot easier to say <laughs> if you want to just use your Pete. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just trying to help. Pete Straudenmeyer. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dalton's there as well, as along with Dr. Clay. He asks Red if he can prove Wesley started the fire. Wes didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Tillman says that Wesley isn't scared of anything until last night. Uh, Dalton actually says he wasn't afraid. He's like, oh, fuck it. And sorry, I thought <laughs> yeah. he was. I thought he was. My mistake. Yeah. I apologise. Uh, we cut to Pete's car dealership. This is like some sort of extravaganza going on, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? There's like a big sale on or something like that. That's what it looks like. It yeah. It lo- with- looks like he's having some sort of like jamboree. Yeah, with those men. You know, those like inflatable men outside yeah. with the arms that flail. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I don't know how, but Wesley's found out about this meeting. And he has one of his men. See, this is why the monster truck's in. Yeah. He drives the monster truck through the car dealership. Yeah. And nobody thinks, that's wrong, isn't it? Nobody <laughs> stops him. Nobody can stop him. Where's the sheriff? The sheriff's not in it until like one hour, 44 minutes. I wrote down what time the sheriff arrives. Someone's <laughs> just driven a monster truck through the whole of the car dealership, destroyed yeah. all of the cars in there. Yeah, in front of the entire town. Who seemed to be there. That's why I thought it was obviously some sort of like sale or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone witnesses this and nobody can do anything to stop it. Oh, well. And uh, Elizabeth, she's there. She confronts Wesley and he reveals that the real reason why he's doing this. What the hell is wrong with you, Brad? You lost your mind? He's a drifter, you know. See you wind up with somebody like that. It's a shame. This has nothing to do with him. Well, you get him out of here, Elizabeth. Because if you don't, he's going down. And I'm not going to lose a second sleep about it. Stratemeyer. I never thought you'd turn on me, too. My turn. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Let's go, Jimmy. Cut to fight training in the barn with Dalton. Yeah, Dalton's just left during this. He's just like, oh, fuck this. and just gone home. Because uh, he's got a small bit of wood that he's going to be punching for a bit. Yeah. So that's where he goes. Yeah, Wade recommends they both get the hell out of there. I think he takes his shirt off for this as well, doesn't he? 
Dalton. Dalton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. D- Dalton's got no shirt on again. He's that angry. His shirt's fallen off. Hello, amigo. You're all fucked up, aren't you? Let's crank that thing up and head down the road. We can be gone by dawn, never see this place again. You can leave any time you want to. He lifts himself up a rope, doesn't he? <laughs> With his legs horizontal. Yeah. Incredible strength. It means that Wade has to climb up a fucking ladder to yeah, follow Yeah, you've got a dodgy fucking knee. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, mate. Starts hitting the punch bag, old Dalton, and uh, Dalton tells Wade to get the fuck out of here and just leave him alone like yeah. he's a child. <laughs> yeah. He even throws a punch at his old friend Wade, doesn't he? Unbelievable. Which, uh, superbly. Just catches, just mm-hmm. catches that punch straight away. So punches at Wade Garrett. You don't need this. Tell me what I need. If you want to go, go. Get the fuck out of here and leave me alone. Yeah, you're right. I ought to stop telling you what to do. Maybe I ought to kick your ass. <laughs> we don't want to do this. Taught me as much as I ever taught you. I love you, Neil. And he also says that you've taught me just as much as I've taught you. Although I probably taught you a bit more, so I'm one nil up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, I think it's what he was just thinking. You know, doesn't say it, but you can tell. Uh, Wade tells him that he loves him and, and leaves, and Dalton takes his frustration out in the punch bag and ends up hugging it at the end of the scene. Yeah, what he really wanted to do is hug Wade. Elizabeth goes to Dalton's place that night, and she's trying to convince him to leave as well. And Dalton refuses. He says he's dealt with men like Wesley before, but they won't stop until they're taken down. Yeah, they would just carry on and carry on. They won't stop until somebody stops them. Elizabeth tries to tell him that the town is not his responsibility to save and that he might be too violent for the for the town itself. She says, you think you're going to save these people from Brad Wesley? Well, who's going to save them from you? And she's interrupted there because she's shouting that, isn't she? Yeah. She's giving us one of those big shouts that has to be interrupted by something. And she's interrupted by Emmett exploding in the background. <laughs> <laughs> his house just blows up yeah. while she's shouting at him. Adult and he rushes out and he carries Emmett out almost instantly. So she, it's... I tell you what, he's a lot quicker than she is. She <laughs> she goes back down the stairs and I don't know whether she's lost the keys or whatever. I don't know, you know how difficult it is to get up there. But yeah. uh, he's he's there. He's rescued Emmett. He's on the floor. He's given first aid <laughs> before <laughs> she even arrives. Well, he does smash out the the top story window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to get yeah. out there, it's open, isn't it? Yeah, lucky he's even got trousers on at this point. He usually hasn't. <laughs> I yeah. love what Emmett's wearing. He's wearing the old prospector. Yeah, yeah, with, with the flap at the back. Yeah, for yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the house explodes again, and we see Wesley's watching from across the lake. Yep, dressed fully as the man from Del Monte. Now he's got the he's got the hat on and everything, hasn't he? We got the uh, the cravat, yeah. <laughs> the neckerchief. Yeah, yeah superb look. And he says, uh, Dalton says to him, "Are you okay?" And Emmett says, "I would be if you got off me or something yeah, like that." He says, that. "You're you're fucking welcome." <laughs> yeah, you old bastard. He throws him back into the flames. I paid you, I paid you 100 quid for saving your life, you <laughs> fuck. 
anyway, uh, Dalton hears a motorcycle and it's Jimmy, right? I don't know why he waited this long. Jimmy, no, but... he's still there, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. The house has exploded twice. <laughs> so I'm not sure why he's there thinking, I'll just wait it again and see if it'll explode one more time. He's driving away on a motorcycle, but he does have time to stop for an evil laugh. That's, before... Yeah, that's his problem, isn't yeah. it? That evil laugh. And to his credit, it's a fantastic evil laugh. It really is. And he's used it before where he's having an evil laugh. But at this point, he really, really throws that evil laugh out there, and it, it's superb. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's great. Unfortunately, having to stop his motorbike so he can laugh is exactly the time that uh, Dalton needs to uh, tackle him off the bike when he sets off again. Knocks him off the bike and they square up to each other. Jimmy says, prepare to die. Yeah, Dalton counters with the equally uh, brilliant, you're such an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite as... No, it's not really, is it? It's quite poor when it comes to uh, like preparing to fight to the death. Yeah, and they they start having a fight on the little beach there just by the, uh, the lake. This, but, this this is where I, I actually noticed that the kicks were shit. Hmm. You can't kick above like waist height. It can't anything where they duck under, they are ducking almost to the ground <laughs> so a spin kick can miss them. That's it's just a point, you know. I just noticed it whilst we were going on. He gets um a Dalton in a headlock and he says, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Hmm. Again, a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> they start keep they keep fighting again and uh throws Dalton up against a tree and he says, Damn boy, I thought you were good and uh, Dalton replies quick as a flash with yeah, it's clever. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, all the like the mystical stuff that Dalton's come out with all the way through this film. It's like he just forgot all of it yeah. in this particular fight because he's just just harsh, isn't he? It's just straight to the point in all of this. There's no, there's no philosophical stuff in this. Yeah, so he says, go fuck yourself. And Jimmy shouts, I used to fuck myself in prison. <laughs> and then tries a quick kick to the head. <laughs> yeah, and he shouts, who didn't? Dalton shouts. That. Was it the white boy, Hatcher? <laughs> <laughs> who do it? Uh, he gets his legs stuck between two tree branches or something. Yeah, that's how it happens. <laughs> and Dalton grabs it, uh, looking for the upper hand, and tries to break his leg. I don't think he succeeds, but it ends up with Jimmy pulling a gun on him. He says he's going to yeah, kill he's, him. He's got a bloody ankle holster. Yeah, hasn't he? He says he's going to kill him the old-fashioned way, but Dalton does a, a scissor kick. <laughs> yeah. Kicks the gun into the air just as he shoots and uh, sinks his fingers into Jimmy's throat and rips his fucking throat out. Ripped out. Your throat's gone, Jimmy. And then a round-the-house kick into the lake. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> yeah, he kicks Jimmy's body. He doesn't round-the-house kick and fall into the lake. He, he round-the-house round the, whoop, whoop. Oh, no, oh, no. Round kicks Jimmy's corpse into the lake. <laughs> I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Uh, it's good, but the dark. 
Well, the doctor she, only just got there. Yeah, she, she arrived how now. Slow she is. Yeah, she, she's got the uh, speed of the sloths <laughs> from the uh, critically acclaimed film Sloths. <laughs> yeah, so she gets there. Thankfully, she's not there for a shit. She is just there to uh, to see what she the hell's going into on. Into the lake, <laughs> <laughs> and then goes away again. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, she's horrified by the whole thing. She tries to help Jimmy. She runs into the lake. No, she's a doctor. Um, it's the Hippocratic Oath. And she storms off giving Dalton the stink eye. Yeah. He's just like, what? Actually, no, he's not even bothered. Instead, what he does, rather than chase after her, saying, please, I had no choice. I had no choice. Can't you see? It was me or him. He pulled a gun on me. He actually just picks up his corpse and shouts, Wesley! <laughs> he cleverly shouts, fuck you. Yeah. And then just sends off Jimmy's body sailing across the lake. In the moonlight, like a philosopher. (laughs) (laughs) Wesley! 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 Fuck you! End of scene. Next morning. Just goes to work the next, next day. Next morning, it's work. No one's found Jimmy's corpse in the lake. No. No police are involved. He no. just goes straight to work. And he gets a call from Wesley. And Wesley tells him that he's going to be flipping a coin to see whether Wade or Elizabeth dies. Yeah, one of them's got to die. That's it. That's how it works. He says, hold on one second. Puts the phone down. And uh, Dalton's like, Wesley! Wesley! <laughs> he flips the coin, has a little look. And says, sorry, I can't tell you. And puts the phone down. And soon after that, Wade staggers into the deuce and uh, he's been beaten senseless. Yeah, he's been beaten up. He staggers in. He tells Dalton that was only th- there was only three of them and uh, they said that he was he was the lucky one. And Dalton immediately takes this as, my God, it's Elizabeth. The Doctor. Dalton gets worried about Dr. Clay and tells Wade to have a beer, relax. And he's going to go and get Elizabeth. And uh, he says, Wesley's won. They're going to get the hell out of there. Yeah, they're out of here, buddy. Wade says... Atta boy, Miho. Wesley! Dalton rushes over to the hospital, talk to Elizabeth. He says, uh, we've got to leave. Wesley, the man is crazy. And she says, and you're not? Get the hell out of here, Dalton. I'll take your fucking hair with you. <laughs> yeah, because he was leaving it, wasn't he? Which is now, yeah. it was about he two foot be- tall, to be yeah. fair, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's because they thought he would be bigger. So he just grew his hair out. It's like an Elizabethan wig. <laughs> like Marge Simpson, seven foot six. <laughs> Remember you telling us that fact? Uh, back at the deuce anyway. And this is the first time, this is actually the first time I noticed his shirt. I mentioned it in my notes. Yeah, yeah he's wearing it again. Yeah, he's, either he's got his bathrobe tucked into his jeans or it's a gi. Yeah. Anyway, Dalton sees Wade's like sleeping on the bar. Yeah, because he's like, I tell you what, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. If she can't be arsed with this, then I'm I'm just going to go. Me and Wade off into the sunset on a new adventure. Can't wait to see what's going to happen next. Oh, yeah, yeah, like it should have been me and my buddy. Best buddy ever. Oh. I mean, why wouldn't you take Wade with you to the hospital? Yeah. Well, he's been violently beaten. Surely the hospital would exactly. be the best place to go. <laughs> but <laughs> no, well, that's because the doctor's in a mood. She'd have refused to treat him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though she tried to help Jimmy after he just blew everybody up and tried to murder people. <laughs> she did try and help him. 
Shah, she not bother about Wade. Yeah. She's probably thinking he'd get his dick out again. <laughs> when he turns Wade over, because he's like, come on, we're going to go stop sleeping, you fuck. It turns him over and he sees that Wade's been stabbed with the Rambo knife. Straight through the chest. He's got a note attached to it. It says, it was Tails. Oh, man. Wade is dead. Dalton, he's absolutely devastated. He does some great acting here, Swayze. Oh, yes. Where he is. screams when he's touching the knife. This is emotional. Wesley! Pulls the knife out of Wade's chest and he's out of there. He's heading to Wesley's place. And this is where it stops being a, a bar brawl film, isn't it, really? This it's is where it just goes classic Seagal action. Turns into blood debts. Yeah. <laughs> As every film should. <laughs> uh, Wesley's goons, they're waiting on his front lawn, just like Blood Deaths. Yeah. Armed with shotguns. Uh, Dalton's Mercedes is speeding towards them and they start opening fire on it. Yeah, it smashes through their fence. Yeah, it does a flip through the air, blows up. Yeah, because he's still shooting it, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's still shooting it. And um, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's, unfortunately, Dalton's died in that car crash. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> of course not. No, he's not even in the car. No, I mean, the car explodes and everything, and they still think, well, we better check he's dead. <laughs> so yeah. Pretty sure if he's in there, he would be dead, wouldn't he? What they find is that the accelerator pedal was fastened down with the, with the combat knife. Yeah. How the fuck would he have managed that? I'm not sure. You'd have to get out of the way pretty sharpish, wouldn't you? <laughs> just see him just dragged along. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's different, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Park or drive. Yeah. You know, you'd be there wheel spinning. There's probably a, a bit of grass further on that's just got like marks of the tyres emblazoned into them. I think that's in the director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> it was pointless, wouldn't it, if they just showed that? Yeah. Um, the guy takes the, uh, the, the knife out of the accelerator and tells everyone that they need to go and find Dalton. Well, what he actually says is he, he takes the knife out, puts it back in his empty holster, which shows us that he owns that knife that killed Dalton, uh, sorry, that killed Wade. And uh, he says, fuck that prick, <laughs> which again is, is a harsh thing to say. <laughs> yeah, which is also another one of your films, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then he, we follow him for a bit, this guy. He's got yeah. a shotgun, he's got his knife back in his holster. For he, a brief moment, knife fuck is the main man of this film. Yeah. Yeah, we follow him. He discovers uh, Terry Funk is dead. Uh, he discovers uh, Deep Voice is dead. Ted Levine, O'Connor. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. He... Then he's... Um... Attacked? Yes. <laughs> he's attacked from... But he's getting stalked by a man in a gi and jeans. <laughs> it's a good look. A gi, jeans, and a coiffured yeah, bouffant. Still looks great. Do you know the bit when uh, she was shouting at him when he's got no top on before Emmett blew up? Um, his hair's moving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a breeze and his hair's moving as one. <laughs> All of his hair. How philosophical yeah. you can. <laughs> I forgot to mention it, but I really enjoyed that his this hair was blowing. <laughs> this film's rubbed off on you. <laughs> yeah, I rubbed off on Denise. Yeah, so Dalton... Nipple to nipple. <laughs> Dalton, he stalks knife fuck and um, they get into a fight. Yep, knife fight. He ends up kicking the knife up into the air, grabs the guy by the throat, and as the and the knife is still in the air, he manages to grab it. 
and stab him in the stomach with it. Yeah, you know, like in uh, Big Trouble Little China, where he just catches the knife. Yeah, it's unlikely, isn't it? But it happens again, eh? Tails again. Yeah, that's what he says as he stabs him to death. Pat the bartender decides to help out by killing this man (laughs) instantly. (laughs) Just just making sure he's dead by shooting him in the back with a shotgun. Yeah, he's, he's on the balcony, isn't he, above the living room? Yep. Shoots him with a shotgun. Dalton with a throwing knife. I think it's the same knife. It is the same knife. He removes it and throws it, yeah. Straight in the stomach. Falls over the railings. Classic 80s action oh, I do, film. I do enjoy a good fall from height. We don't get to see it, unfortunately. We get to see him fall over, but we don't get to see him land. And Tinker possibly gets the worst of all. Yeah, poor old Tinker. Remember Tinker? Remember the big fat idiot? Yeah, it's Tinker. He's still there as well. How's he survived longer than anybody else? Well, he gets a large stuffed polar bear. We're talking about the, the, the trophy room, big game hunter room. He has this in his... There's no mention of him being a hunter at all in no, this. until now. Until now, where the yeah. room is full of stuffed animals. And he pushes a massive fucking polar bear on Tinker. Really slowly. Yeah. So he could have just have walked off. Would that Would that be that heavy? If it's stuffed? A fucking polar bear? Yeah, but if it's stuffed... What do you, well, I don't know. What are they stuffing it with? Dreams. Lead. <laughs> yeah. Well, one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the two go-to things, isn't yeah. it, for taxidermists? It's also another one of our cop dramas that never got off the ground. <laughs> Dreams and lead. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing that down. It's a good one, that. Oh, I hate this place. He gets knocked out when the polar bear falls on him. And I thought he died. I thought I thought too. he'd been killed by a yeah. polar bear. A dead polar bear. Another quip from Dalton. You're made for each other. Yeah, which I thought was even more pointless if he was dead. Uh, Wesley, he enters the room and he sees that his henchmen are dead. And he starts taunting Dalton. He says... He actually, like, it was a little smirk on the whole thing. He, even he's delighted he's like, with the whole thing. <laughs> all of his men are dead. And he's like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. He says, you found my trophy room, Dalton. The only thing that's missing is your ass. <laughs> Imagine, right? <laughs> you've, got, yes. you've got guests. <laughs> you show them around your house. <laughs> and they come and have a look at your trophy room. First of all, if they're not repulsed by all the dead animals. <laughs> and they'll be like, what's this one? <laughs> that's... Uh, Patrick Swayze's ass. <laughs> That'd be a story, wouldn't it? And then, uh, if you've got Carrie Ann there, she fucking has an orgasm yeah, instantly. Yeah, she'd saying, be loving yeah. it, yeah. She'd, she'd be round. No, it's just a weird thing to have on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's just my opinion. And the other side of the wall is the rest of him. <laughs> yeah, it's Cockleshell Bay. Because I imagine it's hard to just um, taxidermy an anus. <laughs> I don't know. Any taxidermists out there? Is it? Or is it the easiest thing you could possibly imagine? (laughs) (laughs) Badmoviecourtgmail.com, let us know. So you found my trophy room, Dalton. The only thing that's missing is your ass. He he 
mentions that Wade was a mercy killing, taunting him, and it, it does taunt him enough that Dalton leaps from behind a buffalo or whatever the hell's yeah, stuffed yeah, in Yeah, he there. says, come on, let's just talk. Yeah, he said, what's this all about, Dalton? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Sorry, bro, you, you've not been paying attention to all this. <laughs> Uh, they they end up fighting and uh, Wesley actually manages to shoot him in the shoulder. Yeah, he does get shot, doesn't he? Yeah. And um, was trying to, and then he starts trying to kill him with some hunting spears. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that first spear—that's a great throw, isn't oh, it? Yeah, that that yeah. doesn't even stop. No, that's still going as well. And he nearly succeeds, if not for a quick kick to the knee. Yeah, it's the knee all the time. Last minute from Dalton, and uh, he ends up eventually pulling out a pistol. Yeah, from a, from his own ankle holster. Yeah, he's got one. Jimmy had one. Oh, these bloody Wesley families <laughs> and their ankle holster business. He said, I thought it'd be fun to kill you, Dalton. I really did. Now I just don't have the time. I think he said fight. Whatever. Yeah, because he is going to kill him. He's, Dal- he's still got time to kill him. Dalton disarms him, though, instantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he took too long to say, I haven't got time. Yeah, and uh, he's ready to tear his throat out. He's got the stance and everything but decides against it just as Elizabeth walks in. Fuck knows why she's there. No, no idea. She but should she, be on a But she's turned work. up. She should be, yeah. Someone's dying in an operating theatre because she's decided to go to Wesley's fucking house. That's the distraction, you see. So uh, Dalton's distracted by the, uh, the doc turning up. Using that distraction, Brad Wesley finds the gun that was kicked out of his hand, picks it up, and he's going to kill Dalton. He's got his, he's got his sights on him. And uh, suddenly, he just uh, gets shot by a, a shotgun, Brad. Yeah, right in the fucking uh, chest, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he just take, takes his chest out, yeah. And who is it? It's Red. Yeah, Red's here. Red's here. Thankfully, Brad Wesley's made of sterner stuff and uh, raises the gun again, because, you know, one shotgun blast. In an arm, it would be yeah. fucking useless at this Laughs point. Laughs in the face of one shotgun blast. Uh, only to be shotgun blasted again by Emmett. <laughs> it's Emmett, who reveals himself to be Kelly LeBrock at this point. Yeah, looks at his dick. <laughs> yeah, and says, please wake up. Then he raises the gun again, does Brad Wesley. He's not having any of this, I've been shot twice by shotguns. And he's shot again by Pete. <laughs> Pete. Pete, the car salesman. Car dealer Pete. <laughs> Turns up with a blunderbuss. Emmett did, by the way. Emmett had a blunderbuss. <laughs> yeah, from his prospecting days. Yeah. Yeah. And then Brad Wesley, he's not having any of this. He's thinking, look, you may shoot me three times, but it'll take more than that to propel me through this small glass table. And as he's about to shoot again... <laughs> Tillman turns up and shotgun blasts him through the small glass table. Four shotgun blasts. Before he shoots him as well, he says, this is our town, yeah, don't you which, forget it. Which could have actually been a like, problem because he's already survived three. He could have just shot everybody in that room by that time. But he doesn't know. He just he, he just like basically dies there and then. Yeah. It's a sad, sad death, really. But it's a fucking great death. Yeah, and um, obviously because uh, we find out that uh, Emmett is Kelly LeBrock, he does go and have a little look at his dick, just, <laughs> just to make sure. And whilst he's having a look at Tinker's dick, uh, Tinker wakes up. He's not dead at all. He's like, oh, you are. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, just awake. And by the time the police have shown up, Red has already hidden everyone's shotguns. Yeah, we're not sure where he went with them. No. Uh, he's still in the room, isn't he? Tinker just throws his randomly. Yeah, just throws it in a plant pot or something. And then they all just feign ignorance. Yeah. Says, somebody want to tell me what the hell happened here? And everyone says, I didn't see anything. And we can name check everybody, which is how I got all their names. <laughs> yeah. And everyone says, I didn't see anything. Did you? So-and-so. Did you? So-and-so. Did you? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And um, I'm guessing in that situation, the police would just close the case immediately. Yes. He's, just been, he's a man who's been shot four times with a shot, different shotguns. All of the witnesses are there. Yeah. One of them must have done it, but it's or fine. four of them must have done it, unless one bloke's just like, just throwing his shotgun away and picking up another one. Any yeah. policeman worth his salt would find those shotguns, because he didn't get far, right? Yeah, he's the sheriff as well. He's, like, he's in charge of the police, and he's brought two deputies with him. And instead, they're just like, oh, well. I guess this is another case we'll never finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say, oh, whatever. This does uh, remind me of a, an actual true ca- uh, crime case of uh, Ken Rex McElroy. Have you ever heard about this guy? No. The small town bully and, and was known as a felon. He had 20-odd felonies, including stuff like arson and theft and um, child molestation, all this sort of stuff. It was just basically an, just like no one in the town liked him. Uh, he shot. A, gro- a 70 year old grocer in the town got off um, on a bond so he didn't get convicted of any of this child molestation or anything, any of these felonies got off on a bond for attempted murder of this guy and w- once, as soon as he's off on bond he spent the rest of his time threatening to kill this grocer again. He went into a pub with an M1 rifle with a bayonet attached to it saying I'm going to kill this grocer. The next day this Ken McElroy guy was killed in broad daylight in the middle of the busiest street in the town in front of 50 people and no one said they saw who killed him. <laughs> exactly. And this happened like for maybe like five, six years before this film. So when I saw this, it reminded me of that story um, that everyone just, they just want to get rid of this fuck out of the town. Quite right. Yeah. So they've conspired to do it. And no one ever got charged for that killing. And uh, they put all the blame on Tinker in this. So <laughs> they do not. Tinker simply, when they say... We didn't say anything, right, Tinker? He simply says, a polar bear fell on me. Yeah, that old, that old chestnut is a like, cast iron alibi. <laughs> yeah, and they all start laughing. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they just shot a man to death, but they're all laughing about that. Uh, the story ends with Cody's band playing at the Double Deuce, more successful than ever. Yeah, there's, there's a song, isn't there, instantly. We get Patrick Swayze nakedly diving into the lake. Um, the dock, she's already naked in the lake. All and memories of um, Wade, totally forgotten. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're having a picnic, aren't they? But they're, they're nakedly dance, uh, swimming in the lake. And you know there's somebody on the shore of yes, the lake. Yes, I saw it. I <laughs> yeah. mentioned it. Like, what the fuck's he doing yeah. there? And I was thinking, well, who the hell was that then with them? It's Cody, who can't see anyone's naked. And... Why the fuck would they take him? And he's still playing his slide guitar. <laughs> Yeah, and then they, they do some splashing and everything. Then they stop splashing and have some kisses and, and laughing and yeah. shit. I mean, he might think that they've they've drowned or something if they've suddenly stopped making all that noise. <laughs> yeah, but what's he doing there anyway? And they're all just they're just naked in front of him because he can't see, which I think's a bit harsh. Yeah, and uh, you know the perfect song to have played this out. 
go for it. Nothing's going to stop us now by Starship. <laughs> that would have been a perfect ending song. <laughs> yeah, sadly not. No. no, it's just it's just blind Cody giving us a bit of the blues yeah. as it plays us out through the credits and the end of the film. It's a great film. All eternity, I think I will remember that icy wind that's howling in your eyes. You will see me in your time. In the wasteland of your mind When the night comes falling from the sky I say I had uh, a lot of fun watching this again. I haven't yeah. seen it for a long, long time. I actually I bought it last year and watched it again last year. So I, I watched it again this year <laughs> for this. But it's just, it's just fun, isn't it? I used to love this film. Yeah, I, I really did. I used, I used to love this. It was just one of those films. You quote stuff in that, and <laughs> obviously some of the speaking in this, the dialogue's awful. Got a body count for you? Okay, go on. What do you reckon? You have a body rough... count? Mm-hmm. Like de- actual deaths. Um, Not just injuries. Four? Eight. Eight? Who dies? Henchman. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Terry Funk. Yeah, and uh, obviously Wade. Mm-hmm. And some more people. The, the Wesleys. The Wesley, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right. Eight, apparently. Again, people probably be like, what the hell are you doing, including this? <laughs> but let's be honest, people. It's cheesy. It's it's, oh, it it's just though. fun. It, it is, though, yeah. Never but, confuse but, the fact that it's a, not a bad movie because you enjoy it. It's still a bad movie. No. It's just fun, though, you know. It's not the worst. It's not Manos. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near that shit. No, it is good fun. I, I, I enjoy this film. I've always enjoyed this film. I'll enjoy it again next time I watch it. But it's not particularly highbrow classic entertainment, is it? It's just it's just funny bullshit. Exactly. Funny bullshit. <laughs> We're gonna call this the funny bullshit cult, but we decided not to. Yeah, I love it though. It's, it, I think it's just great fun. It's got everything you want. It's got fighting, it's got tits, it's got explosions, it's got guns, monster fucking truck. Yeah, and it's got Samuel Elliott, the legendary man himself. Yeah, fuck off if you're upset about it. <laughs> so there you go, have that. Speaking of funny bullshit, let's move on to the film pitch. <laughs> it's alive, it's alive, it's alive. So I'm thinking for the film pitch, Ken, that we 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 follow in the footsteps of Ronda Rousey, as we so often have on this podcast. Indeed. And we go for a remake. Go on. Roadhouse 2022. Okay, yeah. Nice. I like it. Dalton. Recast. Yep. We can't have Pat Swayze. Really? 
That's a shame. No, why? Not that you'd want him. <laughs> <laughs> They're just low kicks, aren't they? <laughs> All of them. Yeah. So I'm thinking for Dalton, we go for Halle Berry. She did that film, didn't she? Catwoman. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right, yeah. <laughs> no, she did that uh, bruised film, MMA Fire. So that's what soldier guy called. Who? The last foot soldier. Is it, is it Rise of the Foot Soldier? Rise, yeah, what's he called? Uh, Craig Fairbrass. Craig Fairbrass as Dalton. Oh, yes. You like that? I fucking do, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's got a little bit of philosophy about him as well. <laughs> Can you do an American accent? Does he have to? We could set it in England. Sorted. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Him, does it? Cool, blimey. Guess we're going to have to have Dave Lee in then. Is his name Dave Lee? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, doing some special kicks. Yeah, he can be one of the patrons that gets too rowdy in the bar. Mm-hmm. Wesley, we need a, a bad guy for Wesley. Okay, British bad guy. Richard E. Grant. Dr. Elizabeth Doc Clay. Um, Kira Knightley. Trying to think of British actresses. No, not with Craig Fairbrass. Age is too much, isn't it? How old's Craig Fairbrass? 58. Right. Maybe not Kira Knightley then. 37. Mm. We'll get we'll get letters, won't we? Yeah. Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Mirren. <laughs> Have we cast him too old? <laughs> Dalton. He's 30 in this. Okay. Fairbrass is Wade Garrett. Yes. Kira Knightley is the doctor. Okay. So Craig Fairbrass is going to be Wade. Um... Kira Knightley. So who's going to be Dalton? I don't think of any uh, Matt Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I want Matt Berry as Tillman. Perfect. Yeah. Whiskey! <laughs> as he's sitting <laughs> at the bar. Um, It's got to be... Thinking Scott. Uh, I'm thinking. See, all my all, yeah. all I can think of is Scott Adkins. Yeah, I'm still thinking Scott. Let's do it. Come yeah. on, we're getting back in. He'd, he'd fucking love to do this. We give him a couple of, of times off, haven't we? Yeah, I think he would as well. He'd love to do a fucking remake of Roadhouse or he's Dalton with a big fucking bouffant. He'd love it. <laughs> we're gonna make him grow. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, can we have him uh, grow like a uh, hard target? <laughs> Proper mullet. <laughs> he's having the feathered. Is the he going to have it? Oh, is he going to be all coiffured? Yeah, he's going to yeah. have it like. You would have to get him a wig if he can't produce that himself, which, you know, it's fair enough. I don't know. I, th- I think he can. Oh, really? Yeah, he's that talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's Dalton. Yeah. Craig Fairbrass's. Uh, Wade. Wade. It's oh, a cracking couple, that. Yeah, yeah. It's a great bit of casting. Yeah, we've really outdone ourselves. Kieran Knightley as the Doctor. Yeah, and Richard E. Grant as uh, Brad Wesley, and Matt Berry as Tillman. This casting alone is uh, is onto a winner here. Right, the end. Not the end yet. No, okay then. Right. Um, in that case, we need um, Jimmy. Yeah, we need a Jimmy character. Jimmy Bennett. The fuck is this? <laughs> well, little Boddocks himself? <laughs> I don't think so. We need somebody bigger. Sorry, Jimmy. 
Can Jimmy still be in it? Maybe as Tinker? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, all right, he's in. Or O'Connor. Got the Irish name as well. Doesn't have to change his accent. Um, can we call him Mullet Pipe? What, Jimmy Bennett? Yeah. Yeah, okay then. Yeah. Can he grow a mullet, do you think? We're going to have to get a wig in for him, I think. Yeah, I don't think he'll, he'll be able to. No. So that's a new character called Mullet Pipe. Instead of O'Connor, yeah. Yeah. Tinker can be played by the fat guy from Game of Thrones, Sam Tarly. Yeah. Why not? It just looks exactly the same. That's the most realistic bit of casting. Okay, so who plays uh, Jimmy Wesley? Someone that's going to look good with a tight perm and Native American jewellery. Elijah Wood? <laughs> no. Okay, he's got to go uh, like head-to-head, hasn't he? With uh, Scott Adkins. Yeah. He's got to be a, a fairly big big fella. Statham? Fucking hell. In a, in, a, in a cameo? Well, which is too pricey, is it? Yeah, he's not a cameo, is he? Jimmy? He's, like, I know he's not in it that much, but he's a big, big character. Mm. No, we can't have Statham. Not for this one. Sorry, Jason. Carry on. Sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, need to a, you need to wear a mullet and some Native American jewellery. <laughs> Damn it, I missed yeah, out on it. Not this time. Who else is going about their business in the uh, British movie industry? What about the guy from Gangs of London? Not seen it. Ah, uh, he's black. Still be his son. <laughs> well, Richard E. Grant's son. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adopted. Trained in the ways of the ninja. <laughs> <laughs> if you had an adopted son, it could be any nationality, really. <laughs> I'd be Jet Li, then. <laughs> no, what about him? I don't know who it is. Nor do I. <laughs> yeah, then, let's get him in. <laughs> sounds perfect. Someone will. They can contact him. All right, I'm going to lock him up, then. Christ, where have we got R2G Snags? I've written there. Oh, from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Right. It's fucking good, man. You should watch Gangs of London. I watched it uh, originally and I was thinking, oh man, this is just ripping off the fucking raid. Uh, it turns out it was made by the guy who made the raid. Oh, really? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough then. Nice. What's the fucking first fucking actor listed here? What about the guy from. Um... Uh, the motorcycle gang film uh, show, Sons of Anarchy, Chips. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Char- Charlie, get a bit more current, will you? Jesus Christ, <laughs> Charlie, whatever, Hun- Hunman or something like that. It's called Hunman. Hang on, I'm finding this, this guy's fucking trained to do this shit. So. I can't even fucking pronounce his name. <laughs> Is he English? No. Brilliant. Soap. Sorry? Soap Disiru. What? That's his name. Shopee Dirisu. Shopee. Dirisu. Shopee Dirisu. All right. <laughs> Soapy Dirisu. Okay. All right, go for it. You happy with him? Yeah. Do you want me to say the guy from Gangs of London? You just give me that. Yes, because I've never seen it, but <laughs> his name is. <laughs> I believe his name is. Okay. Ready? Yeah. 
Um, okay, fighter, fighter, fighter. Um, actor from Gangs of London. Ooh, um, <laughs> ooh, wow. <laughs> Oh, tip of me tongue, tip of me tongue. <laughs> oh yes, uh, gangs of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Sope Dirisu? No. <laughs> the other one, <laughs> not him, no. <laughs> Yeah, so what else do we need? Oh, Red, got him. Go on, Red is played by Carl Weathers. Can we call him Carl Red Weathers? Yes. Excellent. Sheriff <laughs> and auto parts owner. Yeah. Is he retired, Sheriff? Yes. Good, because he doesn't turn up, does he, the Sheriff? So. No. All right, yep, he's in. That'll do for named. And then we just oh, carry on. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. And the band, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can we get Stevie Wonder? Probably. Yeah. He'd do, wouldn't he? Yeah. Can you play the blues? You can play the blues like. Blind Willie McTell. <laughs> exactly. Can we get him in? Blind Willie McTell. Is he still alive? Bob Dylan. Yeah. Is Blind Willie McTell still going? Probably. Let me see. Blind Willie McTell. Um, he died in 1956. Shit. Can we CGI him in? Like... <laughs> I'm sorry, no, he died in 1959. Oh. He was born, oh. He was born in 1898. It's unlikely he's going to be about for this. Can we CGI him in like Star Wars? Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. And exactly the same film, exactly the same dialogue. <laughs> We're not changing a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Like the, so maybe a bit more cool like blindly the, uh, in there. Like the, uh, what is it, the Van Sant Psycho remake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll just do that, yeah. Yeah. Carrie Ann, who could play her? Um, she used to look at Scott Adkins' anus, so it's an important part we need to cast. Yeah, okay. I mean, surely they'd be queuing up if we put that in the advert. Yeah. I'd apply for it myself. <laughs> Such is that temptation. Maybe we could be on the bouncing staff. I think we should be. In a little cameo. Yeah. And oh. Ter- Terry Funk reprises his role. <laughs> I was going to say, I wanted to be Terry Funk. I, I want to be, um, yeah, I want to be like Tackleberry in the Police Academy films. I want to be like him. What, dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we'll see what yeah, we can do. If possible, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dead bouncer. <laughs> you like the, yeah, I like the flying corpse. A nice callback. You can yeah. still wear your gold mask. Yeah, and they. <laughs> And they use me. <laughs> I mean, they have to like barricade themselves in or something. Yeah, like, and basically, Dalton will give a little. You know, he does the nod to the bouncers. He'll yeah. look at you and nod, and it cuts you. You just pro- <laughs> you just on the bar like Wade was at the end of the fucking first film. <laughs> Perfect. That's me done. Yeah. Yeah. So who are you going to be? Me. I'm going to be. Um... Senor question mark face. <laughs> yeah. You don't know who I am. <laughs> I could be anybody. And you frequently are. Yeah. 
that's your that's your new business, I'm gonna, business guy. I want to play the day uh, the Keith David character. I'm okay. just telling everyone there's no alcohol. Yeah, running out of whiskey. After like you know, we just you could <laughs> the flight. Your, your bouncer is just constantly on the bar <laughs> to serve drinks just, around him. <laughs> I'm dead, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. Should really have kept me on the uh, payroll, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I was employed when already dead, in which case whoever's doing the hiring's awful. Do we? Do we want to? Uh, are we going to keep the the anus thing in with with um, <laughs> Scott Adkins for the female fans, or are we going to? Okay, okay, right. There's a difference between seeing buttocks and anus. Okay, there is. <laughs> I've looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. And there is. I think if you market buttocks, then you're going to sell. If you market an anus, <laughs> you're in trouble. Your Honour. Yeah, I've done some studies. I've got spreadsheets. Oh, oh dear me. Exactly. So, yes, we are leaving the scene in. Is that what you're telling me? Definitely. Yeah. Yes, but we'll market it as uh, buttocks. And same same ending with the big game hunter room and the spears and the shotguns and all yes. that sort of shit. Yeah, except he's shot by six people. Yeah. And so the last one blows his head clean off his shoulders. And that's Carl Weathers. Yeah. Turn up with these deputies also played by us. Yeah. Fine and dandy. Yeah. Yeah. They aren't even in the film until that last minute. Yeah, and he's also he's still just... Uh, He's actually retired sheriff. But. <laughs> yeah, but he finds his badge. When, yeah. it, when it all goes to shit, he finds his badge in, the, in his drawer. He puts it back on. One last time. Yeah, and says, looks like somebody better take this. Someone needs to take out the trash. Yeah, he actually says the tagline out loud. Yeah. Roadhouse, he says. <laughs> yeah. And then they, everyone poses in a freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and then the music comes on. Roadhouse Blues by The Doors. What do you think? What do I think? I think that's I think fucking we're, superb. I think we're on to a surefire winner. It's the cast that does it. Yeah. It's the cast that this film deserves. And it's the cast that it's going to get. Right, you get on to Carl Weathers. Make sure that he's down with this. Everything's kosher. He's, he's, he's in the other room, so I'll just go and mention it to him Excellent. now. And for God's sake, just... Double check with Adkins that he's all right showing his anus. Uh, I'll say thank you, as always, to my co-host, Kenby Wilde. Thank you very much indeed. So what did you think to this week's episode? What do you think to this week's film? It was Roadhouse, of course it was. Where does this rank amongst your action films from the 80s? What about his hair? What about his anus? What did you think? Let us know. <laughs> Email address, badmoviecult at gmail.com. You all right? Yeah, carry on. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Anywhere there's social media, you'll find us. At Bad Movie Cult, usually. Give us a little search and you'll find us. If you want to discuss this week's episode with other cult members, you can. You simply need to search Bad Movie Cult Discussion Group on Facebook. All links will be available in the show notes. If you'd like to support the podcast, simply leave us an Apple Podcast rating or review. And you can also do that on Spotify as well now. And you can similarly do it on Good Pods. It's a massive help in getting us found by new listeners and keeping the podcast going. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on this podcast on our website, www.badmoviecult.com. We're going to be back 
we're going to be back sooner than you think. In a week's time, probably. I don't know. Ken, when are we going to be back? Not a clue. I don't know what we're doing. Me neither. I don't even know we were recording this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, you'll hear us next time, no doubt. We'll be back with another movie review, deep dive and film pitch right here on the Bad Movie Cult Podcast. Woohoo! Yeah! Wes didn't start the fire It was always burning since the world's been turning